can't even count the amount of times where I had like the sh- shittiest day. <laughs> can't say that. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> but like, I was like really just not in a good like place, yeah. and I'd go to the gym and like leave feeling completely different. Bad. Welcome to the Manny Project Podcast, where we reveal true stories of health, fitness, exercise, nutrition, success, and most importantly, failure. My name is John Meningas, and on this podcast, we hope to learn, get motivated, experiment, have fun, and be inspired. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Manny Project Podcast. On today's episode, I introduce to you Nadia Mariotti. She's a damn good baker, guys. A damn, damn good baker. She made me some butter tarts and some pop tarts. And uh, I'm pretty sure she's trying to make me fat. I've worked with Nadia for about uh, six or seven years or so on and off. Um, I really haven't seen her in probably almost two years plus. And it was just really good to catch up with someone that uh, I was really good friends with that I haven't seen in a very long time. And it was also good for someone to share her experience, starting at the gym, not feeling comfortable, being very anxious at the gym, and not even going just because she didn't feel comfortable to be there. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode, Uh, listen to her talk about her journey, and uh, I'll see you guys later. So welcome to the podcast. Hey. How you doing? Good. How are you? (laughs) Good. Good. (laughs) I know we kind of talked a whole bunch about a a lot of things uh, prior to, but that's okay. Um, welcome to my new Christmas setup. I know, I love this. This is uh, an interesting setup. I've got some lights here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory before we get into the podcast okay. because uh, this little thing here, I don't know if you can look into it uh, as much as you can, but I tried to clean it up as good as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, when I was in, you know, obviously saw this house when I was growing up, mm-hmm. uh, that was on our front door from like 30 years ago. Oh, nice. So I had to dust this thing off completely and like... I had to like really, really scrub off some oh, of the wow. dirt from like outdoors of 30 like years ago. fossilized dirt. Yeah. And it, it came up to a regular good color. It actually kind of blends with the wall almost. It's cool. It's but, pretty uh, like vintage, but like looks like fairly new. It's very vintage. Mm-hmm. It's very vintage. Because where, where do you see this anymore? You don't see this anymore. No, but I remember like when I was a kid, my grandmother used to put like that kind of stuff up all over the place. Oh, and yeah. like my parents too. Oh, yeah. I used to have ornaments that were mm-hmm. about the size of this. Yeah. And they were just flat pictures of different poses of Santa Claus. Uh-huh. So he'd be like this, he'd be like this, he'd like he'd have, the chimney. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> out of the chimney, he'd be yeah. on the reindeer, he'd have all these different pictures. Nice. Um I'm a bit of a Christmas I love Christmas. Christmas snob. I, like the lights are amazing. <laughs> I, I hope it's not too tacky. I did. I was like, especially this year, like early November, I was like ready to put up our lights. Okay. And like we took them out. I did it all. Mommy, my sister did it all. I was nice. like, Dad, you don't have to do anything. We got <laughs> Outside this. or the inside? Outside. Outside's yeah. nice. Um, we don't like put them up on the roof. It's just like kind of around the front of our house. Okay. On a tree, over the doorway, that kind of thing. Okay. But yeah. Do you guys do the icicle lights or do you don't, do you don't mess with the icicle we lights? We have some icicle, icicle lights. <laughs> Over a bush, I put them like across like this long hedge nice. that we have. Um, yeah. But nice. otherwise, it's like blue and white lights. And inside the house, are you all set up? Um, slowly. Okay. We have a tree up um, and like a couple decorations and stuff. Okay. I didn't bother with the garland this year or like up stairwells. And oh, stuff I like used that. to do that too. I was I like, just couldn't I do it. Do it. <laughs> I saved the garland for here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, perfect. And it's like... 
festive. It's festive. It's festive. Yeah. I, tr- I was trying to not overdo it, but mm-hmm. I think I overdid it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I overdid it. No, no. The um, more campy, out of, in your face Christmases, the better, I think. In yeah, my and opinion. I, I miss that. I miss that. I don't, know what, yeah. I don't know how you grew up with Christmas, but when I grew up with Christmas, it was a lot of this mm-hmm. everywhere around the house. Like, everywhere. Yeah. We were not necessarily in my house, but my grandmother's house. It oh, yeah. was like christmas vomited yeah on yeah. the place she had i can't even count how many nativity scenes <laughs> she had the life-size one outside of her like her front door yeah, yeah yeah um and then a bunch of like little villages and santa claus everywhere nice yeah. how big was the one that she had outside because i haven't seen a nativity I'd scene in say, so long like mother mary was like maybe like this big wow she was, like, off the floor yeah wow wow so a big and one. it was like those like plastic things kind of like that almost but like the full you know the full size ones it's like a sculpture almost but except obviously not as heavy yeah but it's like you can like knock on it and it's like plastic yeah yeah. and it lit up from the inside as well too i think so oh yeah yeah yeah. i miss those days (laughs) if i could i'd have one of those in here but i just can't fit i know could you imagine just like sit up in in front here i totally would like santa claus i totally would what are your thoughts on christmas music oh love it (laughs) or song favorite song best christmas song and your least favorite christmas song if you oh had one. I can't remember the least favorite. I literally heard it on the radio yesterday. CHFI? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. I'm listening to. Oh, right yeah. Now. But it's like this really like, I think it's like an 80s like Christmas song that's so, so catchy, but just like is so annoying. Yeah. Okay. And I can't remember what it's called. I have a feeling it might be in the same neck of the woods as my song that I hate. What is it? Uh, I can't remember the song. It has one of those somewhat catchy tunes to it mm-hmm. that... You know, for most people, it's kind of cool. When you hear it, kind of draws you in. Sometimes. But then for me, it just... I, I can't do it. <laughs> um, I can probably pull up that song, but... I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's slightly more modern, yet mm-hmm. a little bit older. It is maybe from the 80s. I'm not sure. It's, it's probably it's probably similar to the one that I'm thinking of. Your favorite song? River. Okay. You know the one? It's like kind of depressing, but it's like a nice song. Uh, you know what? Now that now that you said it's depressing, I don't know if I'm thinking the same song. <laughs> it's a very like slow and like quiet, sad song almost. Okay. I don't know all how right. to explain it. I will not sing it. <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> I'm uh I'm all about Bing Crosby. Oh yeah. Do you know Bing Crosby? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff too. I love his voice and I love how like how mm-hmm. deep it is, and um, it's kind of got that classic sound. Oh yeah, yeah. extremely classic sound. Uh, you know mm-hmm. that song, Melek Kilikimaka? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also yeah. a good one. <laughs> I've been stuck on that song for a while. Yeah. Um, do you remember the movie Christmas Vacation? Yeah, I haven't seen it in like a really long time. Okay. But I know it. That's like a family tradition for Al. Okay. And in that movie, they have a scene where um, Chevy Chase is like looking out the window and he's seeing mm-hmm. his pool and he sees this girl that's like in a swimsuit and she's <laughs> taking off the swimsuit. And just the song hit in the right spot. That's like, like the song they play at that time? Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's the perfect song for the moment because it's like Chicago in the middle of winter when it's like all snowy and yeah. you're like trying to think of a pool in the summer. Yeah. Like it's a Hawaiian Christmas, which is exactly what it's it is. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Kind of bizarre. Cool. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. This is so cool. Official? Yeah. It's so yeah, official. Have you, uh, do you listen to any podcasts? Yeah. Well, like, your podcasts or just podcasts? Any, any. Does not, not necessarily mine. Yeah, but. I listen to podcasts, like, when I'm driving, when I'm, like, doing work. I used to listen to it when I was, like, opening up shop when I was working in Sable. Okay. Like, my morning, I would listen to you and Sabrina talk. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't, have to, first, you don't have to butter me no, up. I'm, I'm just serious. Saying. <laughs> like, when you're, you, like, kind of first came out with the podcast, and I was like, oh, like, this is cool, but I, like, didn't have time to, like, sit down and listen to it. Yeah. I started playing, like, little bits of it for, like, a half an hour 
like of me setting up where I was like alone. It was like really early. I didn't want to listen to music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like you guys. It felt like it was at National Sports Day. <laughs> I know. It's we kind of weird. Like, yeah, but it's it, cool. It really is weird. Um, yeah. What other podcasts do you listen to though? Um, I what, got what really, is it? What else is of interest to you? I really got into Design Time, okay. which is Domino Magazine's podcast. I like okay. binged that like the first eight of like episodes they had um, about a month ago, and I've just kind of been listening to that. Cool. Really good. They kind of like food. Uh, is it like house. 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 Yes. So house it's like decor. design. Um, they have different designers on it every time, or people who like would be in that sort of like definition of like the design world. Okay. I feel as if that you need like video for that though. No, I I see what you mean, but because then for like for me at least, design is more of like you need to visually see it. Yeah, but they kind of like just talk about so like you'll find like. A famous designer, and then they'll talk about kind of like how they got into it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Talk about trends, and not necessarily like a specific situation where they're like designing something. Okay, it's just yeah. kind of like yeah. The kind picking, of the, more the background to it. Yeah, picking their brain about their thoughts on things and trends and like how things evolve over time. So it's really cool. Okay. And I'm like in the process of redoing my room, so I kind of like <laughs> keep listening to them because I'm like all information, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about like any food podcasts? Because I know uh, you're definitely a foodie as well. Um, what was the one I listened? I can't even remember. I listened to this one podcast. It wasn't necessarily a food one, but they had the guy who uh, owns Momofuku. Oh yeah, uh, David Chang. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Fucking love David Chang. It was so good. Do you follow him on uh, Instagram? No, I don't. I should <gasps> follow him. Okay. <laughs> I should follow him. Okay. So he has a, a newborn. I don't uh-huh. know how much you want me to spoil. I mean, you can you can see it in like two seconds, anyways. Yeah. He has a newborn. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's like four or five months old now. Oh. And cute. Very, very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be racist. Okay. But he's very Asian baby. You okay. Know? Like, yeah. You know, the chunky cheeks, the chunky forehead, like everything's chunky. Yeah. Um, and they started trying to feed him. So they started with like, obviously with real baby food, but mm-hmm. they started trying to feed him like real food now. Okay. So they started feeding him soup. And can you imagine... A baby trying to eat. Trying to eat soup. So he has a, a bib... Yeah. And the bib goes tight, I think, on the neck. It comes down, and then there's, like, another cup here. Oh, the pocket bib, yeah. Yeah, just to, like, obviously Catches pick up anything. Catches all the droppings from babies. Yes, yeah. I've seen those. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not into, like, raising kids, so I don't know if that's a real common thing, but if, I kind of thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, basically all the babies in my family have had that. Do they? Over the, like, as far as I can remember. I'm not around babies a ton when they eat, so that's why I found it kind of funny. Yeah. But he was, like, trying to eat soup. And then the soup is like just all coming down his cheeks. <laughs> and then just fills up like a bowl. Yeah, basically. So he has a second soup on his chest. That's cute. And then uh, I think he started trying to feed him like a piece of sausage or like a chunk piece of meat. Interesting thing to give to someone with no teeth. <laughs> I know. I think, uh, I want to say he's probably under two years old now. Oh, okay. Maybe under two. I'm not Maybe not under a year, but he's probably under two years old okay. now. Tries to feed him something. And he might have like little baby teeth. So he puts mm-hmm. the piece of meat in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And one time he either spit it out, and then that was kind of funny, obviously. Yeah. The other time he was like, hmm, I like this. And then David Chang, you can hear in the, la- in the background, just like laugh his face off because obviously his baby's trying to eat, and yeah. like, he's actually like taking it in. He's like reaching for more in his bowl. Aww. So it's, it's really cute. Yeah, it's funny it's really when cute. kids start to eat and like they're discovering all the things that we kind of just like find normal. I know. I know. It's cute. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of makes us sound old, to be honest. It makes me sound old now that I think of it. I mean, compared to a baby, we're pretty old. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But, uh... You're still young. Don't worry. You're still young. Yeah. And You're it's interesting because, like, babies have, like, different taste buds than yeah. us. So it's like, 
what do you taste? Simple. They just taste you. like simple, like sweet, yeah, but sugary. Like, you give them something that you're like, oh, this tastes delicious and everything. But what are they like experiencing? We cannot know. Because you can't know. remember. Can't remember, but what I'm sure like think? the simple things we remember, like sweet, yeah. salty, mm-hmm. like sour, mm-hmm. spicy. Like I'm sure all the, the standards we might remember. Yeah. But their sensation is like waking up completely, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast again. Um, I know you've listened to some of the episodes, so thank mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. Tell some of the listeners about yourself, uh, some of the things that they would need to know about you. And again, this doesn't have to be like mm-hmm. heavy gym loaded background, you know, to come into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I was like, you want me to be on the podcast? I do want you to be on the podcast. And I do have reasons for everything. But yeah. uh, generally, I like having uh, some friends on the podcast, you know, catching up with some people that mm-hmm. I haven't been talking to in a long time. Yeah. And um, I feel like I, I don't even know, like, remember the last time like I saw you. That's how long it's been. And it's a shame. Last time I saw you mm-hmm. might have been the time I brought Ella to the store. Might have. And I don't even know which when that was. Which means I was at the store. <laughs> which means you were at the store. Uh, so that's, okay, that's not that long. That's We're like coming on in a, like a year. Probably a year or so. Mm-hmm. We did do that hike, but that was maybe a couple years back. Yeah, that, that was before. That was I guess I back. saw you after that quite a bit. I don't think I was working with you at that point, though. Mm-hmm. No, no, no when we went for the hike, I wasn't working with no, you. No, you weren't. But you weren't working there for a while now. How long have you been there? The hike might have been the last time I saw you. No. Could have been. Why not? Are you sure? Because Ella's now five years old. Yeah. So there's a really good chance when she was still young, I brought her to the store. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe, let's say, within the first two years. Yeah. Maybe first two and No, years. I definitely saw you after that, like, a time that we were both at the store at the same time. I remember. Sure. Sure. If you're counting just visually see, that's yes. one thing. But like hung out? Probably. Yeah. Since hanging out, I think it was a time going hiking. Yeah. And I have some bad stories. I don't know if you remember those stories, but I remember exactly everything about that hike. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> it just all went back. No, no. I remember the no, very no, no. first thing. <laughs> the very first thing is uh, I saw you walking and I was like, you know what? I'm going to kind of maybe play it safe. Yeah. Because I didn't have boots and you had like winter boots on. Yeah. I had like kind of like hiking shoes with grip on them, and I was like, "These will do." Yeah. So I saw you but taking like the normal ones. Yeah. So I saw you taking like baby steps, and I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. she's she's taking baby steps. Let me just take one step." So I took one regular step, and then I think I saw someone coming down the path mm-hmm. from where we're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't know, I hate being embarrassed. I that's mean, just that's don't know. that's just me. But like, yeah. I really hate being embarrassed. I okay. really do. So like, I fell, and I was like, "Oh my god, I just fell." This guy that's like up up the hill is watching me fall. And now is watching me slide back down the hill. And that was like in the first six minutes of us getting there. Yeah. Because it was like, it wasn't just a fall. It was like fall and then like slide. Yeah. It was. Because it was just basically ice. We were hiking on ice. It was basically ice. It was not smart. It was fun. It was. I haven't seen that. So that was Tiffany Falls. I haven't seen yeah. Tiffany Falls um, in the wintertime at all. That was pretty nice. And that was cool the way that the waters were once you got all the way down there. Yeah. That was an easy way down, I think. Like, once you got past the halfway point. Mm-hmm. But the first beginning part of learning how to walk on ice was not... Yeah. Was not I fun. think then after we discovered, like, going onto the hill where it's basically snow. That's right. Was the That's right. smart idea. And then even that was not even that smart either. Not that we fell or anything. Because coming back down was yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was a weird one. And then the second one, there was another waterfall where uh, we tried to go... We walked down a path, and I learned the lesson. 
you have to go down the path, but you're not going to... We went down the right. Yeah. Have you gone back to Hamilton? Uh, not in the wintertime. Okay. Since. Have you gone even in the summertime? Yeah, I think like once or twice. Okay. Yeah. So I learned a lot more about where you need to go. Okay. So one of the hills that we went to, we went down to the right. We went through all these trees down this long path. Mm-hmm. We made a hard turn to the left and we just cut across um, like a small little creek. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but you ended up like tippy-toeing across rocks across the water. Yeah. And I was like trying to like And like there was across. something, was that where it was like people could like climb up like a, a ledge of some sort? But like. That one wasn't a ledge, but this one was more in the trees, but in a, a tighter, tighter, very much tighter waterfall. Okay. So we walked up, we had to like trek through snow, like it was, it was a disaster. Okay. I learned the lesson. The lesson was you don't go to the right. We we're supposed to go to the left. Mm-hmm. When you go to the left, there's like five or six waterfalls that we just missed. We just oh, went the wrong way. Okay. Next yeah. time. Maybe. Maybe if we have like uh, cleats or like some spikes for shoes. I actually bought some winter hiking boots. Like Did actual <laughs> winter hiking boots. They're not like cleated or spiked or anything, but they have like a pretty serious grip at the bottom. Okay. So yeah. We started selling these things. I'm pretty excited about them. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of silly, but I think they're actually really good. Yeah. They're like a socket. So you just basically throw it on top of a shoe, so it'll go like this. Oh, and is it? And like then a... the bottom has a couple of spikes. Yeah, I've seen those before. So I'm thinking about it too. Those are pretty cool. I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I completely cut you off. So please tell the listeners. Oh no, I uh, went off onto a tangent like <laughs> I always do. Um, yeah, so t- tell some of the listeners about yourself. About uh, me. Anything about you? Anything about you? Um, my name is Nadia, as we've discovered already. That's your starters. And. I don't know if I said I mean, that even yet, but anyway, sorry. I, how do I describe me? Well, so I know... Some things you like. You love baking. I love baking. As we've discovered also, I love hiking. And again, it's one of my... Pop-Tarts. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, baking, cooking, food, um, hiking, and being like outdoors is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of, I feel like, some things that we've bonded over. Yeah. We've met through national sports, of mm-hmm. course. Probably about seven years ago is when I started working there. I was thinking about it uh, on my way eight. here. Eight, I'm maybe. Go eight, and I know exactly the story. What? But you go on. I, I don't want to. I don't cut you off. <laughs> is it gonna be an embarrassing story for me? Slightly, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> yeah, there's probably many of those. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, like working in national sports is kind of when I got my sort of transition into being more of a fitness sports person like a legit took it in high school as like a way to make money and it was the only job i could get because my mom knew someone or actually what did you no, do in high school what did i do in high school yeah nothing no no but you said you you earned money with it <laughs> oh because i just wanted to be able to spend money on like clothes and food oh okay and stuff okay like that. okay um and i was like okay well i'm like 16 now i'm supposed to get a job right <laughs> little did i know i was going to be continuously working for the rest of my life yeah, yeah. it's good old days before i had to work <laughs> um did you try to follow your sister by the way at that point or like, that's what, what yeah okay, she had the did. job there my sister had a job at national but i don't know if your intention was to follow her or if your intention was just go find work no yeah my intention was i no one would like was hiring me like i was putting my resume into a bunch of places i think i was even applying to like bakeries and stuff like that that's where i was like of course my the dream job my dream job right working in anna olsen's kitchen yeah something like that (laughs) yeah yeah. but like i didn't have baking experience obviously i was a teenager so no one wanted to hire me um so i was like well i just need something and julia's like the big 60 (laughs) and i was like 
sure, why the heck not? And then it was, the rest was history. Jam done from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was like a weird, like, like meant to be moment because like, who knows what direction I would have gone in if I didn't start working there. Yep. It's not like national sports was going to be like a for forever thing for me. Yeah. But again, like I would have never gotten the good life discount. Uh, met people who were like, yeah, let's go to the gym together. And then continuously gone until like I became like obsessed with it. Nice. But yeah. And then I'm also now, since I'm not working uh, at National anymore, uh, I've been kind of like starting to jumpstart my career in like marketing and just kind of figuring out what is. What is life? What is life and you what know. it is that, that I want to do with my life going forward. But yeah. I'm not going to make the same mistake I made with the other two ladies that you know. Okay. So Sabrina and Colleen. I made the absolute mistake of asking their age. What? So I have no I'm problem with that. I'm not going no. to ask because I know the rule. <laughs> I know the rule. I don't live by that rule. I know the rule. I know the rule. So I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to publicize it either. But I can tell. But I have a feeling I know the year that you were born. Anyways, I want you to guess. In my head. What year uh, do you think I was born? I think the camera's off at this point. Oh, damn. I'm not five years old. No, you're not five years old. <laughs> uh, yeah, 95. Yeah, okay, okay, so. I'm 95 years old. Yes. <laughs> Just making sure, but that is a year, right? I look great for my age. Yeah, in 1995 yeah. I was born, so I am 25. Yeah, so compared to the kids that we're talking about, and compared to David Chang's kids, his, his son, his name Hugo, yes. Aww. We are old. Yeah. Yet you are still very young, so don't worry. I know. But see, the thing is, everyone who's older than me is always like, you're, oh my god, you're so young, I'm so old. And I'm like, okay, but then like, my younger cousins think I'm ancient. <laughs> What's your younger cousin age group set like? Um, so, because I have like, a lot of cousins, mm. I'm in the surprise, top five surprise. oldest ones. Okay. And then after me, like, it goes down, they're all, like, basically, actually now, like, teenagers transitioning into, like, drinking age teenagers, and they, they call me boomer. <laughs> I'm not boomer. a boomer. I'm a millennial, but yeah. they don't care, because I don't get their, like... Their cool Slang, jokes, their, their jokes, yeah, the games that they play. Do they do yeah. these pictures where? Uh, so I have experience with uh, one guy that's going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Do they do pictures in a mirror in a selfie, where it's just the the flash where they can't actually see them? I feel. Have like, you ever seen those yes, pictures from them? I've seen them do that, but I feel like they've transitioned out of that. Oh, okay. Because there is a thing out there. I just don't know what the heck it is, but it's all these young kids do. And then they tag like 700 people in it. Yes. And I'm like, those people aren't there. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a picture of like a blurred out flash, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I did ask. I think I I got it right. My cousin once, but why you tag like so many people, people. 500 people in like one picture when there's no one in the picture. I'm scared. And like... I, th- I think your explanation was, like, so when it's a selfie, it's, like, the people who, like, the, like, if you get tagged in that photo, it's, like, a big deal. It means, like, you guys are friends. And, like... What? I don't know. That's a, that's a new one for me. So, it's kind of, like, you know... I mean, I didn't really... I was on MySpace, but I feel like you were, like... Yeah. MySpace was, like... Yeah, just say I'm transi- old, Nadia. No, okay, just MySpace say I'm old. MySpace was, like, transitioning out <laughs> when I was kind of getting in that age group of, like, would be on MySpace. Okay. So, I know about MySpace enough. Okay. But you know when, like, you'd put your friends? Uh, like, you'd list, oh, like, your man. top five friends or something? Okay. I think so, yeah. It's, like, their version of that. 
I think. Okay, I understand. From what that. I understand. I understand that. That makes sense I to ne- me. Maybe I was just, like, didn't have friends, but I never had anything like that. I was, like, missed that MySpace one and was too soon for the other <laughs> one. <laughs> You're in between. Yeah. So the funny weird? thing is they labeled you as a boomer, mm-hmm. but they've completely missed, like, what, three other generations in between? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah. between the three of you sisters at home. Yes. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. I have two sisters. Julia, Sarah, and yourself. Yes. I'm the middle child. So the three of you guys are considered the oldest out of your set? No. So we have basically. two older cousins. But still out of... But we're the... You're like the top 80% like, yeah. of, out of older people. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a ton of... Actually, I take that back. I do have a lot of younger siblings as well too. So mm-hmm. if I had to categorize myself, I would say I'm like in the middle point. So we have either like... Sorry. I have my other cousins that are extremely older. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we're like... I'm kind of like the middle set. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, there's a couple of younger sets. Yeah. Um, how is that dynamic growing up? Like feeling as if you're the older one and like trying to be the more mature one out of everyone. I mean, not that you're not mature What was all. weird is there's a pretty big age gap between me and like the two oldest cousins. Okay. So growing up, like there so was a period. you're really like the middle point. Yeah. Like you're the median basically. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a period where it's like, you know, like I was a kid, but they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like an adult, we're very like, we're very close and we hang out quite a bit. Um... There was a lot of babysitting throughout my teenage <laughs> yeah. years because, like, they were all, like, very little. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I all feel right. like I get along pretty well with most of my cousins, which is cool regardless of, like, the age range. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah, it goes up from, like, mid, like, late 30s. Mid to late 30s is the oldest. And then youngest is, like, I want to say eight. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. I want to bring up another story. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. This is all about story time. I okay. apologize. <laughs> So, how much do you remember about starting at National Sports? Really? How much do you really remember? I remember, actually, I remember my interview. Okay. Do you remember who? Mr. Blair. Okay. Mr. Blair Lawrence, where I, do you know when you get in like, like, it's really dry and you get into a coughing fit for no reason? Uh, yes. That happened to me. Okay. He was like, (laughs) and he ran away and got me a bottle of water. Let's, let's. Let's preface this by saying this is also pre-COVID times. Yes. So, yes. So, this, like, this was fine. It's not like it was, like, no two one, months ago. But he thought I was dying because, like, I couldn't catch my breath. And, like, I just kept coughing because, like, it was, like, that dryness. And, like, you know how dry it is in that store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cold and dry. That's yeah. basically what the story is. And so that was the nice kickoff of embarrassment for my long journey of working there. Nice. Um, but I still got the job. And then I remember, like, my first day, me being like, Hi. Was it the Big 60 day too? It was like just before the Big 60. We weren't quite open yet. And I remember, I don't know if it was you or one of the managers who was like, didn't like have something, like there was nothing for me to do. I wasn't trained on anything. Of course. Nicole was there. Yep. And they're like, Nadia, Nicole. Nicole, go show her stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nicole showed me how to fold pants on the hangers, which is a really important thing for people who don't know. Yes, it's an important thing for retail. Retail and life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a skill. Do you miss those days? Like just certain things about it. Not hanging endless pants when like people tear them all off the racks in snow pants. (laughs) I swear to God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I never have to hang another snow pant for the rest of my life, I will be happy. Yeah, I understand. Totally <laughs> I understand just, right I now. I couldn't do it. Like, that really, like, made me annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything else other than Nicole showing you around? Because no. I remember exactly how you started. Oh, God. Okay. And 
I did a I did my podcast with Damon recently. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. Do That's I okay. Wanna, do That's I okay. not want to listen to that? No, 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 so we didn't talk about it like in Poison Staff because okay. he, he actually doesn't remember a ton about that time as well. Okay. Um, but what I remember about that time is when I was talking to him during that last podcast, mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of like memories. old memories started coming back because for me, uh, I'm an older guy. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I wouldn't call you old. I just, yes, I'm old. <laughs> I just kind of like move forward. Mm-hmm. I try not to look back a ton, personally, mm-hmm. just as like a human being. I try not to look back a ton. But when I do go back, it doesn't come back immediately, but it starts coming back like an avalanche. So oh, okay. it's a little bit. Then it's a little bit more. Then it's like all of it at the same time. So when you first got, first got started, mm-hmm. yes, you kind of followed your sister's path. Your sister brought you into the store. Yeah. You got your interview with, I thought it was Damon, but you got your interview with Blair. Yeah. Both same body types anyway, so I might have got the <laughs> person wrong. Um, so you had your interview, and when you first started, you were kind of like one of three girls that more or less started at the same time. So Nicole was actually one of them. Yeah, yeah, she started a little bit before me, but... Not much not much before, okay. but Nicole, you, and do you remember who the third was? Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah. So the three of you guys kind of like were the three young girls in the department. But not Sabrina that was on here. It's a different Sabrina. Yeah, a different Just Sabrina. A different Sabrina. <laughs> That one came on much afterwards, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she came on after. After the spring that left. Yeah. It was like a transition of the spring. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so when she, when you guys all three started, you guys were the three younger of that department. Yeah. And you guys were just like... And ex- don't forget the youngest. Well, in that. At the time? I mean, if you're just counting the girls, I guess you could leave out Jory. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Jory's completely out of this. Sorry, man. Sorry, dude, you're I remember this. starting with him. That's another thing I remembered. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jory started in the hard goods, obviously. That's why. Yeah. So uh, I remember because I was soft goods manager at that time. Mm-hmm. You three were working with me and I would like check in with you guys. And the way that that sale worked was, mm-hmm. hey, Nadia, this is your section. Like work on the kids section. Okay. Uh, Sabrina, you got men's Under Armour. Uh, Nicole, you got like the backside of the washroom area. Right. So like I zoned you guys so that you guys would work. Mm-hmm. Um. That night, obviously a late night, working until like 12 o'clock sometimes, mm-hmm. I had to like shift you guys around. And you, I had you in one section and then I was like, hey, can you go grab, you know, men's Under Armour? And I, Sabrina's going on break. Nicole's going to do this. And like right. you guys like all kind of rotate. And you were like, uh, I don't know the men's Under Armour area very much. Or like you just had like this frozen look on your face. Yeah. Where you just had like the fitting room key with you because you're like, I-, I don't know what to do right now. Uh-huh. And then I think it came to like, Two weeks after the sale, Damon came up to me. He's like, so, John, of the three girls, who do you want to hire? I'm like, um, Nicole, I think, was already on at that point. Yeah. No offense. I was like, I don't know if Nadia can cut it. <laughs> wow. I actually legit said that. So, I, this is me as, like, actually, that was my... Storms out. <laughs> <laughs> that was me as my first uh, first year manager. Okay. And I was like... I don't know if I'm supposed to do this talent evaluation part of it. I was like, well, you know what? This is kind of part of the job. So I was like, Nicole, she kind of knows what she was doing. She was moving around. She was part of it. She Mm -hmm. was good. Uh, Sabrina wasn't like an ace. I wasn't like, I was going to like say we have to hire right now. Yeah. And then when he said, what about Nadia? And I was like, I don't know. Terrible. I don't know. (laughs) And it's not that you weren't good. It's just that you were like, you're shy. You're you're very Mm -hmm. quiet. And at the time, I don't know if you would open up. And yep. that was kind of my concern at that point. So. I see why you would have that concern. <laughs> Honestly, if I were you, I would have that concern too. Nadia in, I don't even know what year that was. That was 2012. 2012, yes. Yes. Nadia 2012 was a very different Nadia <laughs> than I am now. 
<laughs> so then um at that point we didn't actually take you on i don't know if you knew that or if you really? remember that i feel like yeah maybe there was like a kind of gap. gap so we didn't hire you because of that oh, wow. so damon said do you want to hire and i said no, I don't. Because I, so. I think She's... I do kind of vaguely remember Sabrina. Because when like we would all talk, Sabrina getting like notified that she can continue working mm-hmm. before I did. Okay. Yeah. And I just I don't remember like what happened after that. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so then uh, you obviously didn't continue work, and then mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere in like April we were looking for still some bodies. Yeah. And then we ended up reaching out to your sister, and she was like, um, or we were like, "Hey, Julia, so uh, do you think your sister still wants to work with us?" And luckily, you were... Uh, I was, like, low-key still trained, and you're like, this is the easiest way of going about this. <laughs> kind of, maybe, kind of. Yeah. But I apologize. That was your first experience of working with national sports, and now you get the backstory as to, like, what happened in yeah. the office. I'm sorry. All these years, I had no idea <laughs> you hated me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I see talent a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm still in the game. You're out of the game, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... I'm in no game right now, so... No, you're in the game. You're in the game. Uh... There is an employee that I have, and she is an exact replica of you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't want to say names. She might know who she is. Uh, if she listens to this, if she does, yeah, she is an exact replica of you. And uh, I don't know how to describe it. Very quiet. Well, I hope she takes it as a compliment if she is listening to Extreme this. compliment. Yeah. Extreme <laughs> compliment. She's, uh, she's one of my hardest workers that I have. Aww. And uh, I wouldn't trade anything in the world to get rid of one of them. I know this is going to come out... Uh, you know, it's going to come up to some people. I'm oh. like, Fuck it, I'm editing this out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I have an exact exact replica of you. Yeah. And she took on her, her job and the path of working with us in the exact same direction as you. Weird. So uh, obviously she's still younger than you. She's mm-hmm. like, I think she's like 18 years old. Cool. But literally the exact replica of what you were mm-hmm. for national sports. So you were timid, quiet. Extremely. No. Awkward? No, just yeah. timid and quiet. I think you're just timid and quiet. Because I was awkward. <laughs> no, I don't think you were awkward. Awkward, is, awkward was Jory. Awkward was the bubbly. I'm gonna jump here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get over there. I'm gonna talk okay. to these guys. You I know, feel like we have different definitions of awkward then. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. But she was very quiet and timid, just like you were when you guys first mm-hmm. started. But once we showed you guys merchandising, like you guys, <laughs> you guys took yeah. off. Yeah, merchandising was my favorite thing. That was definitely one of your things. <laughs> So, I was, I remember one time actually merchandising and then coming in and it was completely different and you said that the lady, I don't even know who, like the head merchandiser. Okay. Remember that? Uh, I remember her. I don't like her, but. Yeah, yeah. but um, I remember like you were giving me merchandising tasks and I was so ready and I was trying to be like so creative. Okay. And I did something. It was fine. It looked great. You, I think you were fine with it when, like, after I did it. Okay. But then I come back to the store, like, a few days later, and it's completely different. Oh. And you're like, oh, yeah. She said it's not, like, as the book shows, so you, you, she had to change it. And I was like, mm. <laughs> fine. Yet, despite her, you still enjoyed doing I still it enjoyed way, it. way after her. And mm-hmm. she's actually not even doing it anymore, which is a good thing because no one likes her. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was your thing. That was, like, the... Yeah. I hate to say it. It was a gateway drug into like national sports. That's kind of like what kept you going, I think. Yeah, kind of. Because if you didn't do that, I don't know if you would have stayed with them as long. I don't know. You probably would have. Depending on, yeah. Probably would have on the situation, but you really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. And then I think obviously it evolved into like Mm -hmm. you opening up and you becoming more social and like 
become it gave a me that like creative outlet because like I find for me when I'm like looking at like my career path and where I want to go in life I need to have something where I can be creative mm-hmm. and like kind of not do the same mundane task every day of like my other job where I was literally doing the same <laughs> thing every day I don't know how that fit you to be honest no offense. Me with, I know that was for work, and people got to do what they got to do for I work. I know, but and it's and it's totally fine for some people. Like, I, like I hate the word mundane because it's like sounds terrible, but it's just like the same like repetitive. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. When I left national and went to uh, work in insurance, I basically did it because like I had the pressure of like I just graduated university, I couldn't get a job anywhere because like when you come out of school and you need an entry-level marketing job, all those jobs somehow have the requirement of, like, three years' experience. And Mm. you're like, what experience? When it's an entry-level. Yeah. So I thought that this would be my opportunity because, again, like, it really is, like, when you know someone who, like, works somewhere, it's, like, kind of, like, that path in. So, like, one of Julia's friends worked here at this company, and she's like, it's honestly a pretty good job good pay you get benefits and you can kind of like it's like an entry point into the common company and you can like move on from there right so i was like why not i tried applying uh got the job and then went and started doing it and it was like it was fine like it was was okay yeah at the beginning when i was like learning everything it was quite exciting because like i was like learning all these new things that i never knew of course um and i'm really like happy that i did it because it's important things just for life like knowing insurance like it's insane yeah like you don't think about how important it is but everyone should know Mm -hmm. like the basics but after doing it for one year i started looking for like moving throughout the company into a role that i'd prefer and i didn't find anything that i wanted yeah so that's when like after two years i started like I need to get out of here because like I especially when I went and started working from home because of COVID it wasn't like okay I'm going to work and doing something I don't enjoy and like being very like um completely negative about it yeah kind of negative about it but when I was in the office like I was surrounded by people that honestly were like the greatest people ever like I had a good like community around me of the people that I worked with Mm -hmm. and once I started working from home it's like I lost the only thing that I like enjoyed yeah (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) that seems to be a common thing um so you're now the 14 15th person 16th person coming on okay Uh, that seems to be a very common theme and whether it's health or fitness Mm -hmm. or whether it's you know work and your career Mm -hmm. I think having that community is around you is extremely important because if you don't have that community and you know set of people that you enjoy going to work with you're just Mm -hmm. not going to enjoy what you do 100 percent. yeah and i'm honestly i'm like i feel like i'm so blessed because like every job that i've done like i know people who have been in careers and stuff where the people that they work with are like terrible Mm. like they don't get along with them or like they're just not like not very open they're not very open not very or they're kind of like snaky mm. like you know like when they're trying to like get over you or like go yeah. around you to kind of like succeed themselves but yeah. aren't trying to lift you up yeah and national sports i never experienced that at my insurance job never experienced that and those are the two main jobs and then like the job that i left the in insurance for um was also so amazing like it was a very small group of people like it was Mm -hmm. basically the owners uh the manager and and then like two other yeah a couple of us and it was such like an uplifting experience and like everyone's kind of like always like 
actually cares and is yeah. interested in each other and like wants to see the other one succeed so yeah that's... i'm very lucky to have experienced that in like all my main jobs throughout my life i think so, so far, far i don't know what your that insurance job was like mm-hmm. you know in the office when you guys were all working together mm-hmm. um I could only assume it would be very team-based because you, you have your goals. Yeah. And you guys are set towards, you know, whatever your achievements are or whatever your accomplishments are for that week or that month or that period. Yeah. Um, but it was very, it's very collaborative. You guys have to get it there together. Like, you can't just take it off yourself or, like, the other guy can't do it all himself. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like, the same with national sports. That's been the same with probably the June Motel because especially a smaller new facility of... Mm-hmm the motel like you guys need to work together in order to lift yeah, it off together. it's very much like the idea of if you do well we all do well yeah um what was nice so because like um the sort of department in the company that i was working for um the insurance company i was in a department that was not commission-based not sales-based we were very customer service, service oriented yeah. um so that helped a lot too so they weren't pressuring us individually to sell and like do certain things and then they were all like they were very big on like sharing best practices and like mm. being a community and collaborating with each other and helping each other out if you are stuck on something of course so yeah so you learn that a lot of team-based i guess traits that come out of those mm-hmm. specific careers um when you talked about those snaky people Mm-hmm. there are those snaky people out there have you encountered a lot of snaky people like working with them and kind of like that's their the vibe thing. not a lot okay that's good like that's good here and there like some people where like but it hasn't affected me in a like in a big way mm-hmm. that's good um but yeah i know some friends who have been in like those situations where it's like it's just it sucks it really does suck and you just want to like be like leave and avoid it but sometimes you can't like that's your job like you need to do what you need to do yeah yeah i don't mean to be such a negative nancy but all of those people i just find they have their ulterior motive they're all Mm -hmm. up to whatever they want to achieve and that's their prerogative Mm -hmm. um my just general choice is you just don't accept it like for me i don't accept it as part of who i am and what i want to do Mm -hmm. so if that person wants to make that choice and you know make me look bad to make them look good like go ahead if that may, if that empowers you, like go yeah. ahead. I'm not, there's no need for and me maybe to fight like it. that's it. Like I just don't have the energy to give people like that the time of day, so I kind of just don't even like notice it. It's like too far off my radar that yeah. I don't notice those people, and I kind of focus in on the people who I connect with and cl- can collaborate with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shitty people. Let's move on because I don't yeah. like shitty people. I know. Fuck shitty people. Talk about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, you also talked about yourself. Um, Working with National Sports, you kind of touched on about uh, beforehand, mm-hmm. and you got your Good Life membership with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, your give me your give the listeners like the background as to like your exercise and like health so, uh, experience. I remember, like I guess when it, when they came up with the Good Life discount, I remember getting it because like Nicole was getting it. We were pretty close, like working together then, and. I was like, yeah, I like that idea. Like, I want to be more active. I wasn't... Okay. I've always been, like, a very, I guess, generally active person. Like, I liked doing things like hiking and, like, being outdoors. But, like, I was never good at sports. Mm-hmm. Like, my coordination... I played soccer quite a bit. Like, recreational soccer growing up. Um, but I never... I was never good at it. You never, like, super athletic... Yeah, and okay. I I mean, like, those team sports just didn't work well with me. Like, I was the type of person who will likely get hit in the face with a soccer ball. 
don't know why it just keeps happening but like that's the kind of thing so i kind of started avoiding like sports and stuff like that did you try any individual sports growing up by the way or was it only like soccer no pretty much just soccer um did you do like swimming swimming i did swimming as a kid a little bit like my parents put me in swimming lessons when we were like kids but we would go to florida in the summer times a lot and basically miss half the seasons yeah yeah yeah. so they're like you know what you learn on your own and then they just like you know get in the ocean and learn to figure it out out, basically (laughs) um but yeah other than that i think i like tried a couple things like dance gymnastics those kinds of things but also not my thing um just never clicked with it and then yeah i started going to the gym honestly didn't work well at first i think like my first year i don't think i could go to the gym by myself okay like i did not Were you have only with going going with nicole nicole and then like i had like another friend she who didn't work at national she like had a membership so we'd go sometimes okay but i had like zero confidence zero like like it gave me in serious anxiety thinking about like <laughs> going to the gym alone i'm like i need someone to go with me and like if i had plans with my friend to go to the gym and she bailed i'd be like i'm not going to the gym and Were i said you, uh, no. like was it just the amount of people? Like, what was giving you that anxiety? Um, was yeah. it the people, like, like, looking at you or, like, people noticing you? Yeah, so, like, just, I felt like an imposter being at the gym. Okay. I guess it was kind of like that. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I don't belong here. <laughs> and if I'm using a machine, I'm 100% going to be using it wrong and everyone's going to be staring at me and mm. being talking like, oh, my God, this girl doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. So, I very much felt that way for the first yeah basically the first year of like having a membership and then after that i considered i'm like yeah maybe i just won't do it again don't remember why but i kept the membership um <laughs> well i mean you paid for the year i think at that yeah point so you i had like i year. paid for the whole year but when the next year came up you did it again um actually i think i actually took a break and i did a half year because they were offering that as well yeah um, i think i remember you talking about that too mm-hmm. and then after i like i took that break did the half year i started kind of like trying to push myself into it um and i think at that point because I was, like, in university, I, in secondary university, experienced, like, the most intense anxiety oh. I've ever, like... At school? At Like, just in life. Oh, okay. But it was, I think it was, like, it was triggered by school. I was changing programs. Okay. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I thought I was, like, whatever decision I made was going to be the wrong decision. And, like, it was going to be, like, when you make it, it's, like, the end of the world. Which, obviously, is not, like... If you make a decision and you change your mind after the fact with things like that, you can always change your mind again and make, like, just keep changing it. Yeah. Right? So, but yeah, it just kind of, like, really, really messed with my mental health. And I was, like, going to the gym and, like, people kept telling me about how, like, working out and, like, being active could really make a difference with, like, how you feel and your mental health. So that's yeah. kind of, like, with really my drive. Some, some of that stress off of you, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was, like, but, like, what are you talking about? I feel anxiety going to the gym. <laughs> like, Being there is not going to make me feel better. Yeah. So yeah. it was like this whole, like, this makes no sense to me. But after, like, kind of, like, pushing through and, like, getting past that. Because I think even getting past that sort of fear of, like, being alone at the gym and, like, looking stupid. Kind of, like, was like, okay, like, if I can do that, then, like. I could do more. I can do more. And you kind of keep, like, it's you get that ball rolling and it's like you build momentum and like you keep going with other things in your life. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of like mostly focused around mental health is why I continued, continued on with the gym. So how did mm-hmm. you find that first year? So you did that first year membership, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't go with your part, uh, a friend or a partner yeah. and you didn't feel comfortable being alone. 
mm-hmm. like what were some of those thoughts and like feelings was it more of like people are going to look at me people are going to be more of like aware of the things that I do and don't do yeah because I always like like you said like I hate being embarrassed and I always feel like I'm doing something wrong hmm. like I feel like every time like I do something weird or stupid someone's gonna see it and call you out for it and call me out for it or like be laughing and like you like look over and like there's like that group of people like like, (laughs) (laughs) and they could be just laughing towards each other about Mm -hmm. a joke that they said but then you would take it as you you think it's about about you yeah yeah because that's what like your brain does it like spins everything to like the worst case scenario it's basically feeding some of the things that you already feel but it's going to feed it even more Mm -hmm. so if you're feeling anxious about being there well now I'm going to feed you more things to make you feel you more anxious. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like social media. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah, but then I started like doing research and kind of figuring it out. I did one like personal training thing because it came with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you got a free one. Uh, in your first year? In in my second year. Oh, I never okay. Did it when before. you did the half year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When I started, I was like trying to go to the gym by myself. I was like, I just like need to start going. Okay. Um, I mean, it was like, okay. I was, I was thinking that could have, like, crushed you, perhaps mentally as well, too. Like, the personal training situation? Yeah, because generally those guys are trying to, like, not guy or girl, but those people, mm-hmm. they're trying to, like, they're not trying to aid you at that point. They're trying to crush you. Oh. Because they, <laughs> it sounds weird, maybe, but they do want to crush you. Because maybe they I was say, lucky. Because lucky? I, the person who, like, Good Life, like, partnered me with and, like, had to do this free session with me was like literally it was like his first week of work oh okay so that's that's a good thing and he he seemed quite nervous himself but like he was that's a very good thing. like oh you know like <clears throat> supportive it's very supportive that's good very nice didn't i didn't didn't make me want to continue with personal training i mean at the same time i was like i don't want to spend more money and not know if i'm going to be coming of course of course um but yeah i started like learning i'm like okay so like technique that stuff you can learn like it doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting um so i slowly started kind of like doing research following fitness influencers and stuff like that that like posted like very clear explanations on how to do like proper like form when you're weightlifting yeah and using certain machines and then i kind of like would watch them and practice it um and like slowly it's really about like creating the routine because once you like create the habit of going then it becomes way easier yeah and becomes enjoyable because you get like a routine going i agree yeah and then after that i was just like i mean i wasn't like crazy going like every day to the gym but like when i could go like i'd go and like i'd be going and you'd go confidently like Mm -hmm. you wouldn't go you had to go with a friend like you would actually go by yourself i actually at that point like after a while i'd prefer to go to the gym alone (laughs) (laughs) i realized this is why like team sports maybe didn't work out well for me i'm like a very like I like to be in my own zone by myself. I didn't like to do the classes. I tried a couple of those, um, but it was just too much going on mm-hmm. and too many people around me for me to like watch and see how they're doing things and then feel like, okay, wait, I'm not doing it right. I need to like change what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of like to be like at a machine or like have my bench with my weights and just like be in my zone and like kind of like close out the people around me. That's interesting. You know? So how long do you think that took you to go from? having having to have a partner with you Mm -hmm. versus you know i need to do this by myself how long do you think that window took you to Um, realize probably like so there was like the year of like not 
doing yeah, it, I you think. And then maybe, between. like, another, like, year after that. Like, I was slowly transitioning into okay. being that kind of person. So, give or take, like, two years two of, years like, so. two or two, two and a half years of, like, being on and off at the gym. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then I just was, like, keep, keep renewing this membership. That's actually probably another reason why I stayed in Nashville for quite a while. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pay full price. You know what? You'd be uh, you'd be afraid to do it now, though, because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that have paid for the full year, mm-hmm. and obviously with the restrictions of going to the gym now, like yeah. it's been difficult for a lot of people to go anyways. I know it's, but like, what's nice is like Good Life was pretty good at like holding, holding memberships, because yeah. like when they were like opening again for a little bit, I was like, again, I, I was also in Sable Beach, like I could there was a Good Life half an hour away, but. Um, I just didn't want to go. I didn't feel comfortable with everything going on. Okay. So I like, called them and they're like, yeah, we'll hold it to January or whatever. Okay. So like my membership's on pause right now and I can pick up from where I left off and keep it for however long. Cool. I like was that period of time. Cool. So it's really nice that they're doing that because hopefully we get to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the gyms are still open. Um, I know, but. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but at the same time, it's only 10 people. That is true. So if you think of, uh, I guess was a one on 27, your home gym, home gym. Technically my home gym, but I went to the one uh, off of Highway 7. Keelan 7? One no. By the I've, I've been or, to one before. Uh, the one... By 400. Yeah. Not... It's like the AMC Plaza? Not in the AMC Plaza. The one on the other side okay. of the Highway 7. 7 or Weston. 7 or Weston, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That one is the one that I kind of was like my steady go-to because when I was working, um, I was working up in Aurora and I take the mm. 400 home makes sense get off and like pop into the gym right away makes sense like that was like my routine and what actually like really got me through working in that, that job because like the amount of times like i can't even count the amount of times where i had like the sh- shittiest day <laughs> can't say that i don't know that's okay <laughs> but like i was like really just not in a good like place yeah. and i'd go to the gym and like leave feeling completely different would you, so you'd always go to work, uh, work out after work? Yeah. I was, I'm not a morning workout person. Okay. I know not a lot of people, everyone's always like, no, like first thing in the morning, sets your day off right. I cannot do it. <laughs> I tried it once and I was like on the treadmill falling asleep. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you have like a full morning routine? Is that why? Like you have to like unwind, I do, wake yeah, up, my morning routine like... um, is quite slow. Okay. Yeah. Actually, Makes I started, in, I, since coming home from living in Sabal, I, uh, <clears throat> created like this really nice morning routine where i get up because like again i've fallen off of like working out quite a bit lately i've been we all have. so bad we all have so i'm like okay i need to do something to like get myself into it to kind of start working out at home but i started stretching every morning good which is not like necessarily like working out but it's not working it, out but it's important for your body yes it's really important to do so i started doing that and it feels me like slowly wake up have my tea then a coffee or something and start my day it's good that's more of my vibe. I can't... You can't just go can't into it. just go into and it. And then go into work. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you talked about going to the gym after work. Mm-hmm. Were there specific things? So work is work. Let's say work was either stressful or not stressful. You know, mm-hmm. um, good day, bad day. Like, shit happens at work. I get it. Mm-hmm. When you went to the gym afterwards, were there specific things that you would do that would make you go home and say, you know what? I feel so much better. Or this workout was kind of like useless. Like, what... What workouts, was there any specific or was it just working out made you feel better? I feel like working out in general okay. made me feel better. Being like very in the moment and like stretching too before and after the workout, kind of like it makes you slow down yeah. and like have that like silent moment to yourself, like meditating, kind of. Being at more situation. peace. Yeah. Thinking about you and just being very conscious yeah. of you. And then just kind of like 
reflecting on your day, right? Yeah. Realizing like you're amped up about this terrible call that I had, this person who like treated me terribly. And I'm like, you know what? That's over now. And I'm here now. Yeah. Right. And then I liked to like, I'd go into like some cardio and like get on the treadmill or like on the bike and that kind of like, you know, getting your heart rate up. It helped quite a bit. And then I don't know. I also found like squatting like with a squat rack like just lifting really heavy like weights yeah also helped quite a bit oh yeah right yeah Yeah. i always find that any any sort of exertion so Mm -hmm. whether or not you're like choosing to do cardio sitting on the bike or running or even like if you want to squat Mm -hmm. i feel as if any of those things make a daily task seem so insignificant yeah especially at work like if i'm having such a bad day I'm just going to go work out. I'm just going to do like a little bit of something here at home. And Mm -hmm. then like, it just helps me clear my mind because you know what? I've exerted some of that bad energy that I had in me. Yeah. It's like literally like pushing it out of your body. Yeah. You're like, get out. And just like, you've like lifted so much weight metaphorically and physically. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any of that feeling though, when you were going with like a friend before or you never really had that feel? Like that relief? Yeah, so when you that that was kind of more of when you started working, mm-hmm. like your career. So when you'd finish work, you'd go to work out. You've gone to this routine where it was like, you know what? I feel so much more, I feel so much better mentally and yeah. physically. Did you notice that at all prior to like when you're just working out with your friend, or not really because you were more concerned with like people are looking at me? Yeah, I feel like I guess I did feel some like like it's it's different, but like the same in a way because like my anxiety at that time was like being at the gym was giving me anxiety and like thinking about like everyone around me but then when i was there with a friend it kind of like gave like took off some of that weight Mm because like i had someone to talk to i didn't i wasn't alone there so i felt like i stood out less um and and like because like I've, i've had people even like come up to me when i was alone at the gym and like comment on things like good things bad things actually i wasn't even alone one time and someone like commented like bad things like Oh. I remember one time, like, bench pressing. Okay. Not my thing. Uh, bar or, like, with machine? A, with a bar. Okay. But I tried it one time. I tried it when I went with Julia one day. Because okay. I was, like, also, like, I'd like to, like, when I try new things that I'm, like, this could be dangerous. You can give someone else a do I it like first? To, I like to go with someone <laughs> so that way I don't die. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I remember, like, trying it out and I didn't have weight on it. It was just, just a bar. the bar, which is fairly heavy to begin with yeah it's a fairly it's a it's a big stepping point to start with yeah yeah so like i've done like bench press like things with just like free weights and stuff like that before i don't i don't know but anyways so we were trying this and like some guy like came over and like asked like how much longer we're gonna be and like he made a comment (laughs) on the amount of weight that we were lifting and i was like go away yeah like doesn't need to be commented on on the side of um, those guys, not that I'm one of those people, mm-hmm. but on the side of like guys and trying to defend guys at the gym, there are some douchebags out there that'll be like not supportive and don't give a shit at all, and they're and only some concerned about themselves. Weirdos out there. Want to talk about some weirdos? We can talk about some weirdos. What kind of weirdos you get? I don't um, think you know gym weirdos until you are in a men's fitting room. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know if I even want to know that. There's a there's a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to gross you out or share you with any of those stories. Uh, no, but weirdos? I've had some like moments where I've like observed things like 
that some things that didn't involve me, some things that did, and, like, experienced certain things. But, like, I feel like the weirdest, most uncomfortable and bizarre situation was getting pinched. What? That sounds so weird, but basically... Someone pinched you. Yeah, I was. I'm just scared to hear the rest of the story. It was problematic, the whole thing, and I was... Well, it sounds problematic. <laughs> but I remember being, like, I had my headphones in. Couldn't solo. hear Solo at the gym, and I was, like, walking to, like, get the paper towel to wipe down the machine. Good for you. So my back was, like, to everything, okay. and I just feel, like, on, like, my ribcage, someone, like, you know, like, you pinch a friend, like, to, like, and it tickles... Okay. Yeah, that weird. Like, are we talking like a large pinch, or are we talking like a just quick grab? Like a large pinch. <laughs> I don't know, but basically, yeah, when you like kind of squeeze someone's side, and I was wearing like a crop top, so it was like, just like pinching my side, and I was like, what the heck? Like, what's what's happening? I jumped, and I was like, my first instinct was like, okay, someone I know is sure. here, yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna turn around and see them. I turn around and someone I do not know. Some guy Whoa. I've never spoken to before, and I'm, like, just, like, staring at him, making direct eye contact, not knowing what to say. I don't like, what what am I supposed to do in this situation? What what just happened? What do you say? Trying to process. And I take my headphone out because he started talking, and he just, like, asked how I was and, like, what was going on and, like, what how I'm doing. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I literally had no words. Like, my body just was, like, trying to process, like, why... Why you got touched, why you got pinched. Yes, and I'm yeah. not, like, I hate, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't... Like, You're not a, are you a physical approach. person? Like, I'm not a physical person. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And especially if I don't know you, like, you should not be touching people you don't know. Um, but the whole thing kind of just, like, yeah, my brain glazed over and I didn't know what was happening. And he's, like, asking me how I was, I'm like, I'm fine, and then, like, walked away. <laughs> And I, like, kicked myself afterwards. I should have, like, said something. I should have been, like, don't do that. Like, who the hell are you? Was he still working out? Cussed him out. Kicked him in the nuts. I don't know. Was he still working out afterwards? Yeah. Like, he was there. Were you, like, just stewing and, like, all that anger was... stewing. I was so pissed off. I've never seen you angry, so I don't know if you're angry, like, right off the hop. Mm -hmm. Or if you're, like, you're still thinking about the anger. Yeah, Because, like... Yeah, especially when I was, like, shocked in this situation. I'm like, I don't know what is happening right now. Yeah. Um, so then I went off, and, like, I felt so uncomfortable. I barely finished my workout, and I went home. And then I kept, like, thinking about it and ruminating about it and being like, why did this, like, happen? <laughs> and I don't want to, like... Did he only just say, how, how are you? How's your workout? Can yeah, I do Yeah, like... It, I like, understand it's, like, the... Trying it's to start trying a to conversation. Pick up line. Yeah, 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 he was trying to, like, start a conversation with me. Um, and I kind of like blew it off and like kind of ran away basically. Of course. And. And go home. Yeah. I ran away and I went home. <laughs> so then I was at the gym oh, again, maybe like a week or so later. And I was, do you, rule of thumb at the gym. If someone is mid workout on a machine with weights or something, do you speak to them? No. Do you, you approach You stay them? away. You wait. You stay if away. You wanna, even if you want to ask how much longer you're going to be, you stay Stand far away, wait for them to finish, and you go talk to them, right? I'm, like, like I was on, like, using some machine, and suddenly someone taps me on the shoulder. And I was like, what the the fuck? (laughs) So I turn around, and it's him again. Oh, God. And I literally dropped the weight, and I just looked at him. I didn't even say anything. I was so pissed off. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, continue. I just wanted to say hi. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I go back to working out, and then I realized he was waiting there, so I stopped the waist again. I'm like, hi, what, like, what do you want? Do you need something? Like, are you waiting for this? 
And he started talking to me and he was very clearly trying to pick me up at that point. Yeah. And I was infuriated at this point <laughs> because I wasn't shocked this time. I was like, what? You were waiting for this. And yeah. you were waiting to see him all over again so you can give oh. him the stoop. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept like... At first I was like, okay, don't make a scene. Like, I was just saying to him like, oh, like, just politely declining. Um, and then <laughs> he oh, insulted me. He said... Same time. Yeah. But Second like, time. he thought he was, he thought he was being cute. No, this is like the same time. Because he kept talking to me. Um, and he said how... <laughs> I've noticed you only use the machines. I can teach you how to use the weights, you know. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> I was oh, like, A of all, you're watching me? Yeah. And B yeah. of all, I do use. Like, at that point, I was pretty, like, comfortable with using weights. Like, free weights, whatever. Like, I'd use it. And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> and I was like, I remember being like to him, like, just, like, straight up, like, bitch face. I was like... Also, it's like not okay to touch someone that you don't know. Pinch, touch, tab, whatever. Like, I get it. Maybe you're just trying to get my attention to like say something to me, but it's not a necessary way to do that. And I really appreciate if you like never did that again. And like, we don't need to talk. And he was like, so like, oh yeah, sorry. And then like went off. (laughs) And I didn't really talk to him ever again. So have you seen him afterwards? I did see him at the gym like a couple times. And he just like stayed on the opposite end of the gym? It's completely separate. And I was like, yeah, you better. I, I was like, you better. <laughs> I'm not that dude at the gym, but I, I would apologize on behalf of uh. any of the guys. Um, yeah, the, the gym is, a, as you probably know by now, it's a big social place for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's actually more social than anything else that they would do in their life. Yeah, I guess. And to be very honest, I'm kind of maybe that one person where... Like, that's and kind of the social I like place I need fine. to be. Like, the gym is totally a great social place. Like, I've noticed a lot of people who have, like, communities of friends who are, like, gym friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't that kind of person. No, that's okay. That's <laughs> Which okay. was fine. I was like, I'm here for a very specific, like, reason. And, like, this is my me time. Same. Yeah. So, I wasn't, like, it wasn't like I was, like, trying to, like, avoid talking to anyone. Like, if someone, like, started having a conversation with me, like, I'd have those moments. Um, and like sometimes even when I see people that I know at the gym, yeah, of course I'm gonna talk to you and like make it, it a social time. Yeah, but I was disrespect. Yeah, I wasn't gonna be disrespectful yeah. to anyone. No, no, no. But the disrespect oh, he gave to you, yeah, by just touching you, thinking that that that's his oh, own space as much as his. As like his in his. no situation, like should you be touching someone who you A of all don't know and who B of all doesn't give you consent to? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that was like probably like the most like angry moment i've ever been how do you think you would have dealt with that if you were in the like first two years of your stage where you're like just super anxious i would have never gone back (laughs) i would have never gone back to the gym i would have been so mortified and scared and like even then like i was kind of kicking myself that i didn't like report him or like say something because like again it's like still angering you to this day yeah Eh. (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, you know what it is, what it is. Like, I took care of it the way that I felt I needed to at that time. Yeah. And it worked, so that was fine. But, yeah, like, in any situation where you feel like you're not safe at the gym, it's not okay. No. Yeah. So how did you find yourself now? Let's move on from uh, weirdo creep dude. Mm -hmm. Let's move on from him. But how did you find yourself now? So you're two and a half, you know, very comfortable at the gym. Mm -hmm. What were some things that you were trying to do? Were there... You know, workouts that you followed on, like, Instagram or the socials. Like, what was the, yeah. what were you trying to accomplish when you went? I got really into 
kind of like finding new things and okay. like perfect like not perfecting them but like learning and like kind of growing so like um i find videos and like tutorials on how to properly squat like which ways like like for safety and stuff like that like mm-hmm. foot positions and the like, difference between like you know a wide stance and like narrow and this and that or like a smith machine versus the bar yeah versus uh, using them like what yeah what you can get out of it right and like starting with lower weights and like making sure you perfect your form and doing that and then kind of like building from there and I got really really into that so like I started working on my squatting and like as I got better at that I moved on and I started incorporating deadlifts I was like loving deadlifts (laughs) I was getting so good at the form and everything too you said was and I'm just right before COVID oh okay (laughs) I like had gotten to that point where I felt very comfortable and I was moving on to like lifting our heavier weights with it like an actual bar like like the squat rack or whatever. Were you doing the deadlift with the, uh, like the, the dumbbells? I tried it with dumbbells. And then I also, you know, like when you go in like the rooms and there's like those lighter bars yeah, yeah, yeah. that they use for like classes. Yeah. I started off with that. Okay. To try and get like the feel for it and everything. And then I was like moving on to it and then everything shut down. And then I tried to do deadlifts not too long ago at like a at home workout with like jugs of like soap or detergent or something. <laughs> nice. And I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I need to start over. Like, I lost all ability to, like, properly do it, like, smoothly, and I need to, like, kind of work myself up again, which really sucks. Up to the, what point, like, how long were you doing deadlifts before the closure? Like, a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you, so, like, how heavy did you progress? Not that you have to, it's not I about lifting the heaviest, but, like, how heavy did you progress to? Did you do the, uh, the actual barbell, or did you only do the aerobics barbell? No, no, I did the actual barbell. Okay, so yeah. at least 45. So it was there, yeah, and then I know, I remember adding on some weight, but I can't remember how much weight I'd add on. Because, okay. like, again, I had, like, just started doing that. Cool. Um, you got any yeah. uh, calluses? Not now, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. you had them? Did you have any? <laughs> um, I started a little bit. Okay. There was, like, that rawness, but, like, never anything, like, actually <laughs> lasting. And I was like, do I wear gloves? <laughs> but I know how you feel about the gloves. Yeah, don't do <laughs> so gloves. So we won't talk about don't that. Don't do gloves. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I just really liked kind of like learning and like challenging myself to like try something new and like continue. Like I was very comfortable with doing like leg workouts, okay. squats like that and like whatever. Upper body kind of freaked me out. Really? I was like, I, I didn't know what I was doing and like, yeah. And was I, it maybe from that guy that was just like wanting the bench and like you're, you kind of maybe felt out of place? I guess, yeah. Maybe. Sometimes I felt a little bit out of place, especially when I'd sit down at a bench and, like, there was, like, people to the left and the right of me lifting, like, these giant, like, weights. <laughs> and I was there with, like, my 5 and 10 pounds, which, honestly, I was like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. I think this is great. And it was kind of hard for me. <laughs> and then someone just walks up right beside you and does, like, 40 pounds. Yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh. What yeah. am I doing As here? if it's nothing. They yeah. could throw it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, but again, it was like a okay. So I need to like figure out form. I need to figure out um, a new technique what or new techniques maybe a new what works for me and get to yeah. I feel like my for me personally, when I feel like nervous about something, I don't know what I'm in. Like I'm trying something new. I'm very much a. I need to research this. I need to learn everything there is to know about <laughs> it, and then I will proceed. Okay. So. Again, yeah. That's why I follow, like, fitness influencers, like, Whitney Simmons and, like, people who will post. But, like, not just, like, oh, look, here's a fun, like, fancy workout. Like, they have very clear, like... Specific um, goals. Yeah, specific goals. But when they, like, post, like, doing a deadlift, it's very clear for you to learn how to do from that. Mm. 
right? Like, I yeah, think yeah. I found one someone did where she literally did a Instagram series, um, like, of an IGTV or something, explaining step-by-step proper form for a deadlift, and mm-hmm. that's how I learned. I think some people just learn very specific ways. I think you're a little mm-hmm. bit more methodical when it comes to that. So, like, yeah. if there's five movements to, let's say, a squat or four movements or whatever the number is, mm-hmm. I feel as if someone broke it down, this is one, this is two, this is three, this is four, that's how you would learn, and mm-hmm. then you'd apply it to yourself. Uh, so I was very similar in the same boat as well, too. Like, I never wanted to really try something new until I felt really comfortable to do it without embarrassing myself as well, too. Yeah. Right? I think so. it does come back to that for me, too. Because I'm like, I don't want people to be like, oh, my God, look at this girl over here. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, she's going to break right? her knees trying to do this squat. Yeah, but, like, in reality, it's like, screw those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look kind of stupid and you're trying to figure it out at the gym, you're trying. Yeah. And that's the whole point. Like, no one's ever just automatically amazing at things, right? Yeah. And I think the purpose for a lot of people starting at the gym is mm-hmm. to just get active, to get physically fit, and just to be, you know, moving. Yeah. And Where... that's why, like, I hate that attitude at the gym. Like, I would never, like, look and laugh at someone for, like, the way they're working or what they're doing, unless it's, like, dangerous. Or repetitive <laughs> as well. Like, if you see that one person, like, going to the gym... Mm-hmm. You know, for the last year or never, two years and still do the exact same thing. Yeah. You'd just be like, what the hell are you doing? Because I'm like, that's what deters people from coming to the gym and like reaching their fitness goals and living a healthy, active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Yeah. So how are you? Uh, I know you mentioned this earlier. How mm-hmm. are you um, dealing with it now? How do you find? Obviously, you're not going to the gym. Okay. But how do you yeah. how do you find dealing with like the gym health and fitness now? Just like in general? like or with COVID? In general. I guess, um, like, now post-COVID, uh, I mean, we're still in COVID right now. Like, but. I'm anxious to get back. I'm still feeling kind of weird about, like, going right now, like, if the gyms were open or to ones that are open. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm like, I think I can, like, I've waited this long. I can wait a little bit more for a little bit more certainty with some things um, with regards to, like, safety health-wise. Yeah. Because um, as much as, like, I don't want to catch anything, I don't want to be out and about like spreading anything to like strangers and stuff like that okay so um yeah i think like over this period of time i've really kind of like remembered the reason why i've been going to the gym and been so um consistent with it being for like mental health reasons because like when i stopped after a while i started seeing the effects of that like Feeling anxious, worrying, like, really just, like, being, like, depressive states, too. With, especially, like, I was making a lot of changes in my life generally. And I was just like, this is just a lot of stuff not working out at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then not having the gym to have that outlet. So I was like, okay. Like, it's clear that the gym and working out is a very important thing. So I've been trying to incorporate, like, at-home workouts. I hate HIIT workouts. (laughs) You know, when you go on YouTube and you, like, search in, like, if, like, fitness people, like, create these HIIT workouts that are, like, a 15-minute, like, it's a great workout, and it's just, like, I don't know. I just, I can't get it. Like, I have a extremely strong opinion of HIIT workouts, mm-hmm. especially on the social platforms that we see. Yeah. Um, Alex knows exactly how I feel about this. Not a fan? I, so, I engaged in a lot of, like, high intensity Mm -hmm. that's what it is it's high intensity interval training yeah so it's a lot of literally high intensity i think that's what kind of gets missed out of hit so when people say hit workouts Mm -hmm. it's not as simple as doing a circuit it's literally pushing the first two letters of that word or that 
of hit. It's okay. pushing high intensity. So it's literally going to like the max as as far as close to the max as you possibly can get. That's what hit is to me. Okay. Um, and I, I guess that's like for who, whatever your limit may be, like different for different people. Yeah, of course. Like okay. I'm not expecting you. So let's say my hit, my running is like 13 on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to run 13 on a treadmill for more than 15, 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds at the most. Okay. So yours is probably not going to be, you know, 15, 20, 30 seconds at 13. Maybe it's 15, 20, 30 seconds at 10. Okay. Like your highest intensity is so to your So it's kind of pushing threshold. yourself to as high as you could possibly go. Yeah. For however long you can do that. Yes. Okay. So what I dislike about what I see with social media is oh, they're advertising high-intensity training. So I'll mm-hmm. watch these videos of being like, okay, so let's see what your high-intensity training is. And it will be like a standing a standing lunge. Like another standing lunge and then like into like a bicep curl with like a band or like a dumbbell. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking that's not high-intensity. Like that's just regular circuit training. There, right. There's a significant difference between the two. I see what you mean. And I, I have just, noticed... I'm not being a snob, but no, no, there is no, no. a difference between the two of, like, circuit training and high-intensity training. Yeah. Because I feel like I've done some workouts where I'm, like, they label it as a hit workout. And I'm, like, yeah, that's not too bad. I can do this. I was going to say, how do you <laughs> feel after some of them? But, like, I've done some where I'm literally, like, dead. Fair. And I'm, like, I can't breathe. This is terrible. I hate this feeling. Fair. Um... Which I feel like maybe is exactly what you are getting from an actual high intensity workout, yeah. right? Because you're doing like a repetitive, very like like a lot of like um, jump squats, like mm-hmm. one after the other, continuously going, or like something that you're moving quickly in. Yeah, you know? I feel as if high intensity is basically something you cannot do for an extended amount of time because it's too high intensity. Okay. So if that's box jumps, if it's burpees. If it's mountain climbers, like if it's a kettlebell swings, if you've ever done any of those, Mm -hmm. like whatever you feel you cannot do for an extended amount of time Mm -hmm. is high intensity. Okay. Because basically if you're doing something extremely intense, you can't maintain that forever. Like it's absolutely impossible. Yeah. So if you're able to do four circuits (laughs) of it and have breath, like that's not really high intensity. That's just a circuit training. Yeah. So I'm kind of, maybe I'm a little bit too sensitive about it. No, I think it's valid points. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very touchy feely, but yeah. Um, I guess part of me maybe doing the podcast. I'm trying to make this such a long winded answer. Part of me doing the podcast is like, there's so many labels as to like the word that someone can use, mm-hmm. and there's such a easy image that someone can see of a picture, or you know, someone can post like a meal and be like, oh, here's nine tenths of my plate of salad and like a little speckle of beef, and this is my health. Yeah. But, like, there's so much that, like, is not seen about that story. That, and explained. Yeah. Like, there, oh, yeah. The context See, is gone completely. I get that way about food, too. The way you feel about these hit workouts. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, people will be like, oh, so-and-so says this is a healthy meal. And this is what they eat every day. So, I must also do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. So, high intensity, what's bringing you to that limit may be slightly different for other people. And then some people just kind of, like, use the term because it's like a... Marketing it's a flashy thing. term right now. It's yeah. so flashy. It's a very flashy term. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's kind of just the feeling I have about HIT. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. There are probably some workouts that you followed that were really, really good. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the workouts, if you can recall, either the user or the workout specifically that were like high intensity that like worked for you? Um, 
I kind of gravitated towards Whitney Simmons. Okay. She, she posted. What's your background? Uh, she's a fitness influencer. Okay. Pretty much. Um, I don't know how long she's been doing it, but she like has her own app now too for like cool. workout routines, things like that, cool. which I think is like the new trend for fitness influencers coming oh, yeah. up with your own app and like, yeah. <laughs> especially with like everyone not being able to go to gyms. Yep. Um, but yeah, when I like see her videos on YouTube, I found those ones like, I don't know, work the best because like I felt like I got a good workout afterwards. They were very difficult. Cool. But at the same time doable. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Because, like, they're not, like, these crazy... Like, I've tried some before where they do these crazy, weird, like, contortion things that okay. are supposed to give you a good workout. But I spend half my time trying to figure out how I'm supposed, supposed to do to be doing. this. <laughs> and then I'm, like... And I give up. And I don't care. Where she just kind of, like, stick to your basic, like... Um, like variations of squats, um, arm workouts and things like that. And like, does she require a lot of equipment or what is, uh, what's her work? She does a variation, but like okay. usually not, not much like okay. some bands, light weights, that kind of thing. Cool. So yeah, I found like I've gravitated, gravitated towards like her workouts over COVID and like they've helped a lot. Again, not a big fan of a lot of the hit ones. Cause I just like, I'm like, I'd rather just like spend like a good hour at the gym doing my thing and that's like my style. Yeah. But do you feel it's it the same? What it is. Do you feel it's the same working out from home? How do you? Uh, so different. <laughs> different good, different bad. Um, a little bit bad. Okay. It sucks because like at home I'm not gonna have the motivation to continuously do it for an hour. I'm like I I need to do like something that's really quick like that, which is not my ideal kind of workout. Mm-hmm. And then it also sucks because I'm like working out in my basement, two feet away from the couch. <laughs> hey you see what i'm doing here i know but you clearly have way more like self-control than i do where i'm like okay i did five push-ups i'm gonna go lay down i'm not gonna lie i did one today before you got here and i was like i'm, just, I'm not in the mood right now yeah so it's, it's so 2020 mm-hmm. it's 2020 we shouldn't feel bad about it no it's no. fine but i do definitely want to try and get back into a routine of like so definitely hard to get going at home mm-hmm. yeah is there anything that you've tried to get you like really going at home like is there something that's worked for you to like kind of any like tips that you've tried to like trick yourself into to like get yourself going getting my sister to do it with me like okay, cool. doing like work i'll be like let's do one together and then it's like you're more motivated to actually complete the workout yeah um but otherwise no no <laughs> i haven't found one yet do you have any suggestions um so me i have my shoes down here Mm-hmm. I try to pretend as if I'm actually going to the gym. Oh, nice. So, um, I don't, I don't do this every time. I, I've actually been, let's call it cycling off, but you probably know about like pre-workout. Yeah. So I've been taking like pre-workout. Uh, I'm cycling off, so I haven't been on it for like the last month or so, maybe two months. Uh, but I try to like mentally trick myself into like saying I'm still going to the gym. Uh-huh. So normally I would take like a, not a shot, but I'd take a drink of pre-workout before I would leave my house. And then go to whatever gym I wanted to. So, like, by the time I drove, by the time I got changed, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, the pre-workout was kicking in. So, I kind of still treat it the same way. Like, I'll have a pre-workout if I need to. Um, I'll put on my shoes, put on the gym clothes, uh, put on my Bluetooth headsets. Because uh-huh. I don't want to listen to anything else. I don't want to hear my dad calling and seeing if I, if I want corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I try to, like, 
literally bring like the the mental space of like what it means to be at the gym like back here which is hard because uh. you don't have the equipment you don't have like the tools mm-hmm. um you, you definitely do need to improvise a lot of things um and unfortunately i have a lot of distractions around me so like that's the thing the distractions at home are like endless because yeah. like you can literally find a thousand different reasons not to work out and it's not like oh i'm not feeling it i'm gonna watch some tv like Literally, I will just, I will find something around the house that needs to be fixed. <laughs> I don't know. I removed the popcorn ceiling from my room. Oh, because really? One day. Yeah. It's just nice. like so many different projects that I add to my list. And then I'm like, I just don't have time, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think like that's a, that's a good idea of like having that like sort of separation of like creating it, making it feel like it is a separate thing. Yeah. It's good. I think that happened, that really kicked in for me in March. So when mm-hmm. we first had that first lockdown, uh, I'm not going to lie, the first week was hard for me because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know about you, you were transitioning from working at the office to eventually starting to go home, right? Like um, in home March? Home? No, we were still in the office. Okay. Yeah. For me, we just kind of stopped working. Mm-hmm. Most of my guys were all off, but I still had to call everybody all the time. So I was like, imagine how many employees were at Concord. I had to call everybody individually. Okay. And then on top of that, I was taking conference calls and like whatever message I was given, I had to spread times 30. Okay. So like it was a constant flow of this into me and then me out to someone else. Mm-hmm. So like that first week was a whole mishmash of that and I lost everything completely. Yeah. Um, but I think what really also helps is if you make like a space and an area, depending on obviously what you're, you know. The yeah. requirements that you are you have at home like if you make a space in an area dedicated to what you want to use it for mm-hmm. you will use it it's just a matter of you dedicate like the real space for mm-hmm. it oh my god talking about dedicating space julia <laughs> i mean it's mostly her boyfriend martin's doing but because <laughs> their apartment they have two bedrooms they okay. completely turn the second bedroom into basically a gym that's fucking awesome <laughs> like i that's went awesome. over and i was like holy crap if I'm not correct, he's a, he's a bit of a gym goer as well yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, yeah. They have no reason. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do they have at, at home? Like, they what have, are they using? you know that, what are those machines called that has like all the different things? Like you sit down and you can. Uh, with a pin? Like, uh, with the pin weights? Yeah, with the pin weights, but there's like, you can do like a hundred different You can do like workouts. a lat pull down, a row. Yeah. And, and like, like you adjust the weights like shaped and stuff like that. I don't know what they're called. But, but it's like a cable pulley yeah, system. Ma- yeah, mainly based off of like cable pulls and stuff like that. But they okay. have one of those. Nice. And they have the machine where like you can like um, like stand up and like do app crunches and things like okay. that. Or like... Okay. Cool. Those things. And then they have some free weights and things. Okay. And mats. What do you have at home? What are you working with? I know you talked about it before <laughs> you sat down. You have some I five have pound dumbbells. a lot of yoga mats. <laughs> five pound dumbbells. Nice. And some resistance bands, a foam roller, okay. and damijanas of wine. And what? Parmigianas and wine? <laughs> no, damijanas. They're oh, like the sorry. I was thinking cheese all of a sudden. I don't know why. No. In an Italian household, you find these, like, I don't know, these giant jugs of wine. Oh, okay, okay. Um, got it. So I started using that until my mom got mad about it because she's like, you're going to drop it and it's going <laughs> to spill wine everywhere. So she got me... Um, take collected old detergent things and okay. fill them with water okay for weight which works really well too that's all right yeah have you tried um you said you had resistance bands yeah what do you have 
literally the national sports ones when like do you have uh, the handles no like or do you have like the, the they're the small ones bands. that go around like your like legs. Oh, okay the loops yeah you got more loops mm-hmm. i do have one that's like just a long straight band that's not too strong resistance but if you okay. hold it tighter it gives you a little bit more yes. or like fold it or in if half. you double it yeah yeah um because like those i usually like normally would have just used for like stretching um but now, like, I tried a couple things where it's, like, you, <laughs> God, <laughs> so embarrassing, but <laughs> I saw okay. someone I, where they I can tell wrapped it story around, too. like, a door somehow and basically used it as, like... A row. A row, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. Doesn't it, like, slide right off and oh. <laughs> in the face? It's like a towel whip right in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. But I've been trying variations of like trying to recreate like the cable machine with this like resistance band. Nice, nice. But yeah. Don't worry. All these uh, experiments that we have to try, there's mm-hmm. always exper- uh, embarrassing experiences. Yeah. It's all about experimenting and figuring it oh, out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you one as well too. So like mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not all alone on this. Okay. Uh, in the summer, gyms were so closed. Somewhere mm-hmm. around like May or June. We had really good weather this summer. Yeah. So I took my yoga mat and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going outside. I'm going to the backyard. I'm going to set it up on the grass. Mm-hmm. So like I was in the middle of the backyard, had my yoga mat, and I was just doing kind of like a circuit, let's call it, okay. of uh, burpees. I think I was doing burpees, just regular crunches, like a mountain climber, and like a bicep curl or something. So I just did like five rounds of them with like no break, but I was like mm-hmm. in the middle of the grass hot day and all i remember doing was i remember saying to myself you know what i, I need to try something new like all of these things are always kind of like similar patterns i've done before so mm-hmm. like i want to try something new let me try a, a handstand Fun. so i was like okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna try it so i was like how hard can this really be mm-hmm. and uh i'll tell you a story afterwards uh but i was in the backyard i don't know if you've have you ever tried doing a handstand i've attempted and how did it go never succeeded <laughs> same I can kind of like if I have a wall. So I, I didn't do it on a wall. I did it like in the middle of the You're just like, I'm going for I'm it. This is this. happening. So I went like this and then I was like kind of squatting down. Yeah. I was like trying to like like boost myself onto my hands, you know? Okay. So I did that except I might have boosted myself way too much. So like I went this and then I just completely went over and the other way. And flipped over. Yeah. Just it wasn't even like a tent to go So what up. you're saying is you did a backflip. No, no, no. Which I didn't, is also very cool. <laughs> no, I didn't do a backflip. I landed on my back. I think a yeah. backflip was more of if you land on your feet. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Speaking. But it you would flipped be, over you, and landed on your back. So just tell people you did a backflip. <laughs> it's not a backflip. It was very embarrassing. And I was Aww. pretty sure I was like sore for like two or three days. Because like you just... Land flat. Just it's basically like a back. reverse belly flop. Basically. But there was no... That's rough. I was not even close to getting like at that halfway point. I know. Where you can kind of like... like Make your balance somehow. Mm-hmm. I just like literally went. Yeah. And then I tried I've doing always, it. It's always been a weird, like a dream of mine to be able to do a handstand. Same. But I just can't do it. Same. I need to work, I think, on my core strength. Because I think that's a big factor. I would say that core strength would probably be a big factor. But I mm-hmm. also believe that arm and like. That as well, yeah. And shoulder strength is a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, something, whatever. I like being on my feet. Mm-hmm. I don't like being upside down. So, as soon as <laughs> I... just ruins hands. I know, it would totally ruin it. Because I yeah. think by the time I get up, and, like, I'm actually, like, the other way, mm-hmm. vertical, I feel as if... Do you I get would, disoriented? Like, I do get very disoriented. Okay. 
Because I, so I do too where I'm like, I don't know which way's up and which way's down. No, and... same. So once I go mm-hmm. up, I'm like, where am I? Like, am I still mm-hmm. standing? Like, I don't know where I am. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do it not like this. Then I tried to do it this way. Oh, yeah. And then you try to just tuck your head in. That was even worse. <laughs> because now you don't have your fingers to like mm-hmm. kind of tell you where you are. You're just kind of like on your forearms and you're just kind of like... And then you're like, kind of like curved into yourself and you're... Basically. You know, it's like, it's like, weird. It's I've tried that way before that way. too. Um, but what I do is in a door frame, basically. Okay. Well, it's like not really because there's no door. It's like in my house there's like a... To go into a room, there's no door. It's just like an arched but regular size of a door frame. Yeah. And then it's a... So basically it's like I put my back in and then I use my feet to climb up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but like I'll put my arms like together like in that like triangle position yeah to also be able to like if i need to like rest my head down and maybe turn it into a headstand yeah i could without breaking my neck um but yeah that's as far as i've gotten i did that too as well so i realized i can't do that in the middle of the grass i needed mm-hmm. a wall mm-hmm. so i went onto a wall and the most i can get to was like if 90 degrees is straight up mm-hmm. like i can get to like 75 degrees with my toes touching the wall okay but still pretty embarrassing. Uh, I wanted to film my progression mm-hmm. and just like see how I would do day one, day yeah. three, day six. Until then... you get to that point where you're walking in on, on your hands. And yeah, you're just like... I got to day one. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to fall down. I didn't yeah. want to have the video of me falling down. I just, you know that, like I said before. Do you like... still... So did you video day one? Oh yeah. Okay. It was bad. You still have that video? Uh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I don't think I'm going to share it with people. It's just because, again, it's one of those never things say that never. I just don't want to embarrass myself, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, Jim, working out, how do you recover? So did you find yourself, like, hurt all the time, sore all the time? Like, yeah. what did you, what were your experiences at the beginning, at the end? Were they the same? Well, when I started, like, seriously working out, that's when I started feeling the soreness because, mm-hmm. like, I was actually getting, like, really good workouts in. Okay. Um... I just at first I didn't do anything about it. I was like, just let it be. Yeah, time. This is part of it. Yeah, I was like, this is just it is what it is. I can't walk up and downstairs right now because <laughs> my legs hurt so bad. Um, but I can't remember. I remember like I think I was talking to you about it too, a while back. Okay. I, I don't even know what it's actually for, but BCAA. Yeah, BCAAs. Yeah. Branch chain amino acids. Yes. Okay. I started taking that, and I don't think it's necessarily for recovery generally, is it? It can it can aid with recovery, okay. and it will help. I found that helped a little bit. When I started Good. taking that before workouts, and I, I sometimes I'd even drink it throughout my workout instead, mm-hmm. but it's been so long, I don't even remember why. But I started doing that, and it helped a little bit. It definitely helps. Mm-hmm. So over, um, over the course of your day, whether or not you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like... Mm-hmm. You definitely are going to get a lot of vitamins and a lot of minerals and a lot of amino acids in your diet, mm-hmm. but there are some things that you can't get. So the BCAAs are like a way to take like a supplement. So I actually have it in here. Okay. It's just a way to take some of those amino acids that you normally wouldn't get from food. And then you just right. have it in your body to help you with recovery, to help you with like oxygen moving around your body, to help your blood flow. Like mm-hmm. it does help. Um, but you only just try BCAAs like pre during. Did you try anything else? Do you stretch? Um, so well, you... stretching, yes, of course. So okay. That's like something I would do before a workout. A little bit of stretching, just kind of like warm up. Yeah. And then afterwards, I would always stretch at the end of my workout, uh, okay. just to like before I like left to kind of just like like cool down and like just let the muscles whatever release. muscles like I mainly worked out. Just yeah, let them release and like have a moment. But I try to like 
stretch even on days that I don't work out okay, to kind of keep that like like fluid motion of like being able to like not get stiff yeah basically because that's the worst part that I, I didn't like like was like having like muscle soreness I was fine with I was like okay like this is like not that bad but the stiffness and like I just couldn't take it you uh you seem like a very flexible person anyways to begin with no no really? not at all yeah so stretching would probably help that i guess stretching yeah <laughs> very important like i've done yoga quite a bit like um i take like i've taken classes before like tried to do it regularly but then kind of just did it on my own okay and that helps a lot but like that taking a yoga class really shows you what your limit is with flexibility because <laughs> i'm like okay like simple movements and stuff like that and i'm like halfway there how uh, how long have you tried yoga for? Did you? Uh... I've been like on and off been doing yoga since like before the gym. Like okay. my mom is a big yoga person, so she used to take me when I was like a teenager, like to yoga classes and stuff cool. like that. And she was like, "It's amazing. You just feel so calm." And I was like, "This is weird, mom." <laughs> just standing <laughs> but, on this mat and like working a, a warrior yeah, pose. Yeah, I was like, like, "I don't want to be doing this. I want to be like." doing other like useless nonsense <laughs> but no after a while i was like okay no this is like nice and like i got really into it and yeah did you ever try hot yoga mm-hmm. and hot or regular what would you prefer i think i prefer regular just in general okay found hot yoga it was like you can push yourself way further so much further and it's like borderline dangerous uh like, yeah, you need to be. be like it's not like it could I'm be. saying it hot yoga is dangerous. dangerous, but I'm saying like you need to be very self-aware as to what your limits are and not like just jump into like going super oh, far because yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, look at this. I can like bend a little bit more and just like throw yourself into the splints or something because then that's how you injure yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like you need to be aware and like slowly ease yourself like, I find through the else, movements. I right? also find what helps is the amount of sweat that you get will yeah. also help you move into those positions because you literally slide yeah into- <laughs> oh my god i made the mistake of once doing a hot yoga class but instead of like just like wearing like my normal leggings i wore shorts uh, and okay i was a slip and slide. so sliding everywhere <laughs> because like the leggings absorb and like when you have to balance like there's like one pose where you're like your foot's in your knee yeah like of, you're your not leg. doing a handstand but you're balancing your legs on your arms almost okay right and my leg kept sliding <laughs> off my arm because <laughs> yeah so it was very very slipping I, but yeah wrong with slippy, that's okay yeah it but does it, help you move into a position yeah definitely it does. certainly does but you there are positions where you need some sort of you know tackiness and mm-hmm. some sort of stickiness somewhere yeah yeah. yeah, just yoga in general. I really liked it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you plan on picking it up again, or are you uh, you out of it? Yeah, what I like about it is like I'm at that point where I'm like I can kind of just do it without needing a class. Like I can look up a YouTube video True. if I True. really want to follow a very specific yoga flow. Um, but sometimes I'll just basically my stretching in general is like incorporating different like yoga movements into my everyday stretches. Cool. So yeah. I like that because a lot of people don't really value stretching a heck of a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's extremely important as part of like your, your muscles, your your balances and your joints mm-hmm. and your, your overall health of your body. And some people overlook mm-hmm. uh, stretching completely. Yeah. Especially you can you can definitely work in some yoga movements into your stretch and make it a little more mm-hmm. than just a, a boring hold for 15 seconds and, you know, release. Exactly. Like the downward dog. I love Everyone it. does that. Love it. And they're just regular stretching. I'm like, that's yoga. Child pose. Love it. Oh, Probably one of my favorite uh, Shavasana? ones. Shavasana? My favorite. 
<laughs> it's just because you're just... You literally just are just chilling. lying on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I find it's way, like, easier and, like, more interesting to be stretching when you're flowing from one movement to the next. Yeah, I agree. Um, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to stand up and hold my leg in this position for... 20 seconds and then you're like no 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 yeah but when you're like being very conscious of it and like the thing about yoga too it makes you breathe into the stretches mm-hmm. and like be very like in the moment and self-aware of like your breath and like okay so like i'm holding this pose but i'm like focusing on my breathing so inhaling and exhaling mm-hmm. and like it's meditating at the same time i think we also forget to breathe when mm-hmm. we're especially exercising or whether it's yoga yeah we always forget to we, maybe we just kind of hold it because we're like going through like a pivotal moment of like a lift or like a squat yeah. or like a deadlift. But it's um, good to get like train yourself to be constantly like like inhaling, exhaling, inhaling and exhaling. Yeah, like it sounds so sure. weird to be like remember to breathe, but you'd be surprised like you don't like that's don't. another thing with like I think is also why working out and like stretching and yoga and those things have such a huge effect on like our mental health is because like remembering to breathe and like if you're in the middle of like a panic attack it can make all the difference sometimes yeah. Yeah. like depending on the situation so it kind of like brings you back to that point where you're like okay just focus on the breath and like oxygen's flowing through and like you're just i don't know um no i, I yeah. agree i know you mentioned uh the panic attack hopefully that hasn't happened quite often does it happen is it a regular occurrence for you i mean it's happened before <laughs> um Luckily, as of lately, like, it's not good. so much, but yeah. Good. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as the breathing part of it, um, when I did uh, my personal training course, Jesus, like four years ago or, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we always got taught was, you know, tell your client to make sure that they keep breathing. Mm-hmm. And for me at that time when I was, you know, a gym goer four years ago, um, didn't value breathing a heck of a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I did my test, my evaluation test with the client, and then they basically grade everything that you did with the client. And one of the things I always forgot was to tell the client to breathe. Mm. Because, you know, they're, they're working out, they're struggling. You're like, isn't it common sense, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should be common sense. But I think I went to hot yoga with my cousin, I want to say two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they love hot yoga. They used to work at uh, Moksha Yoga, and now mm-hmm. it's now called Moda, Moto Yoga. Interesting. And um, yeah, it, it's it is all about breathing. Like the more that you actually think about your breath mm-hmm. and like where you are at that moment, you definitely not necessarily appreciate where you are, but you can appreciate where body's trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and you want to you want to push for more. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, food. I know we My talked about uh, the working outs, then the recovering. Yes. Um, just for the sake of maintaining on that path. Mm-hmm. How do you strategically eat for either working out or your exercise and like trying to develop yourself? As of lately, zero strategy. It's Understood. been so bad. Understood. Um, <laughs> Same here. Same here. But yeah, like I remember when I was really there, like in like that flow of the gym, it also kind of motivated me to have like healthy eating patterns. Yes. Because part of that, uh, like process is like okay well now you got to fuel my body right mm-hmm. and you really think consciously about like what it is that you need to put in to kind of like help your body function yeah like recovery like going. you're saying yeah the recovery like what like nutrients do you need to 
like repair like what you've just done right yeah. like you just put yourself through this extenu- extenuating like uh process of like lifting weights and running and it's just like it's tiresome um what do you need to refuel so i was like doing a lot of research into that and kind of like trying out new things like at first like you know i feel like everyone like kind of like thinks dry chicken and like <laughs> a handful of vegetables chicken breast and uh, broccoli yeah. yeah yeah and like okay there you go. I know you people your, that are still get like your protein in, and like that's fine, I guess, for like some people. But like, what I learned is like everyone is so 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 different yeah. with what kind of like foods you need to be eating and when you need to eat them, which is why like I feel like I've never been interested in following like a specific diet. Okay, that's, that's like a trend. Like I know a lot of people who've had success with like keto diets and stuff like that. I think you tried that for a while. Did yeah, you? yeah. I was on it for I think like a year or something, mm-hmm. maybe less. And I just couldn't ever, I was like, this doesn't work for me. I can't do it. Yeah. So I kind of like, my diet changes like, when I say like diet, just like the way I regularly eat, like evolves over time based off of like what I'm doing and like how much I'm working out right now or um, just where my life is going, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Like moments like right now, I fall into these really like. I don't want to say dark moments. Of, Not I a just, don't worry. I'll tell you a dark moment, and I bet you mine is darker. The than amount yours. of dominoes. <laughs> dominoes. I love dominoes. Really? Yes. You know who I, I blame for it? I never see you as a dominoes pizza person. Do you know who I blame for it? Who? Guess. Jory. No. Is that was it at the store? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nadim. Yes. Oh gosh. Because the amount of times when I was like working there a lot, where I was like, oh, we need like, I was like dinner time i'm like oh i didn't bring anything and he's like you want to order domino's i'm like of course <laughs> i would yeah. never ever see you as a domino's pizza mm. person only because i just never thought you'd do the cornbread or like the corn cornbread. Uh, not cornbread sorry the cornmeal <laughs> the cornmeal Is that because like a lot of pizzas crust? are like the no they so they do use a regular crust but mm-hmm. you know how like uh it kind of has that on it yeah it's yeah. on it it's yeah. help it to it's to help it get out of the, the oven as well too yeah right? and like crispy yeah but no i like it <laughs> I never saw you as that. Yeah, Domino's. Um, what's like the thick crust? Um, like the what do you call it? Pan. Like a deep dish. They call it the pan. Uh, like pizza. a pan crust. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. And did you know that Domino's like, had fifty off on Black Friday? Oh, I did, and I <laughs> did you somehow deter like deferred from it, but awesome. probably because I had Domino's like the week before. Okay. But it was for, like, a special occasion, which is <laughs> so weird. But it was, like, I don't know, it was, like, me and my sisters were having a movie night, and, yeah. It's all good. Those are the moments that you, you know what, like, you shouldn't feel shitty about eating food like that. Of course. Because you do it, and it happens. Nadia, and, I did... Um, and it brings you joy. It does bring you joy. Exactly. Sometimes consistent joy is not the greatest. Sometimes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's... I, I did Halloween chocolate well after Halloween. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I respect so. that. <laughs> Halloween chocolate when you're like when I'm at the store, buy a box of Halloween chocolate with no intention of handing out Halloween chocolate. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. Nadia, uh, honestly, buying Halloween chocolate after Halloween. Yeah. Oh, that's better. the best time because like they go on for sale. Oh yeah. Yeah. At uh, my closest no frills, which I plan on visiting at the next uh, after we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do plan on visiting them, but they still have skids of chocolate for like two dollars. Oh. That's pretty nice. I know. I've been telling some of my coworkers, and they're telling me to pick up some for them. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. I need to stop by there. <laughs> so some people splurge. There's nothing yeah. wrong with splurging, I think. Uh, I think just as long as it's not obviously consistent and it's... Mm-hmm. 
like my not thing, reflective of where yeah, you want to be. It's very much focusing on having a balance. Because if I... I feel like if you're consistently, like, withholding, like, Something. certain things from yourself, like, foods, like, because you're like, oh, no, this is terrible for me. I can't indulge. And, like, there's moments where you're like, you know... It's good to take that moment and be like, okay, hold on. Do I really need this right now? Am I really hungry? Should I, like, order the pizza? Or am I just, just like... Wait, or wait you know I what? Or am I just, like, thirsty? Because that's the other thing when you're dehydrated. Sometimes you just need to drink a glass of water and mm-hmm. you... Like, I'm talking about, like, outside of regular meal times also. It's not like you should skip a meal just because you're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's important to, like, take that moment to be like, okay, how am I really feeling right now? Is there something else that I, my body is actually like needing that's being like that I'm completely transitioned into right a now. craving? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like no. Sometimes you are just like you know what I want to order Domino's pizza because it's convenient. I like the way it tastes, and that's what I'm feeling like because I want to treat myself to that. And you shouldn't withhold that from yourself because I feel like when you are like when you do that for too long, then you end up binging. becomes a pattern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you... And I, I've done that before so many times. Like, me, me, me and my friends would have, like, binge nights where we'd, like, just <laughs> eat endless amounts of nonsense. And then the next day, it was it's, like, worse than a hangover. Yeah, you just feel so much guilt. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm very much about balance and, like, having those healthy meals and, like, thinking about, okay, right now, I think I need a little bit more iron in my diet because, like, I'm not feeling the best. I'm feeling very tired. Like, there could be, like, an iron deficiency maybe right now. I'm going to have, like, more rapini or spinach and, like, add some of those greens. Um, and then just, like, kind of, yeah, okay. transition through what I'm eating and just being very mindful of, like... Mindful of balance and mindful of how you feel. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do really like to cook. So that's why it's, like, really interesting for me to be, like, okay, so, like, what foods I'm going to put into this dish. And, like, I've found it very interesting lately. I'm very much a meat eater. Okay. I love all kinds of meat like um burgers chicken all of that but it's really interesting like the meat-free lifestyle yeah and like how that like could affect you and like how beneficial it could be so i'm like thinking of like meat substitutes and like making i found this really good recipe that i will share with you for these enchiladas okay meat-free but like they're so hard because like pinto yeah black bean and uh sweet potato Okay. But then it's like you can actually really saute whatever vegetables you, you want. Could, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I like experimenting with that and trying new things. And then cool. I find that when I do that, I feel better. I feel more energized. I feel healthier. Yeah. I agree with you because. Um, so how would you classify yourself eating, right now? Like. Like would you? I'm, I'm not saying. Oh man, I hate doing this because I did this because I hate labels. Okay. But how would you classify yourself as eating? It sounds like just very well balanced, mm-hmm. mindful, and balanced, mindful, and conscious. Yeah. That's kind of sounds your eating pattern. To be honest, right now, it's more like, oh, I'm hungry. Let me make something. And it's like, whatever is the first thing I could find. I've been very, very lazy and very uninspired, which Same. sucks. Same. I agree. Um, so I've been trying to... That's why I started baking again, because I find that always makes me... like like feel more like creative and like puts those ideas in my head and then I feel the motivation to do like my regular cooking for every day yeah um 
So hopefully I'm going to start moving back into that cool. pattern. Because actually when I was in Supple Beach, I was pretty good with like cooking. Like, well, you had to also. Yeah, I had. No, but you know what? It was so easy. There was a pizza place across the street. I could just buy all the boxes of mac and cheese and um, ramen and just like make really quick things. But like actual, I mean like real meals. Yeah. Like I made my own pizza dough Ooh, and wow. made pizza some nights because the local grocery store didn't have any pizza dough and i wanted pizza and nice. i was like i'm not gonna order from the pizza place again because it's too many times you should I... just order the dough from them i know i wonder if they would have sold that they probably would have yeah <laughs> but yeah no i ended up making it and it nice. was like it was good and it feels like this accomplishment too for me of like cooking agree. my own food mm-hmm. i agree did you um you mentioned the meatless enchiladas mm-hmm. and you know you're a meat eater mm-hmm. and you're Kind of like thinking of alternatives. Uh, is that something new and recent for you? Like, where did this come from for you? More or less new and recent. Okay. Um, I also like met a, like a lot of new people when I was living and working in Sabo Beach, and kind of like in my social circle, not a lot of vegetarians, vegans, and whatnot. So I met people who are, and kind of like seeing the foods like they've been incorporating into like their meals mm-hmm. and like we'd have like these dinners because like in Salvo Beach is a very small community and like I just hang out with the same few people okay. um so we'd have like these like dinners every so often but um the things that they'd bring I'm like oh this is amazing this yeah. is a chili with no meat you're and not it's missing anything delicious yeah and again like you even see like because it is a very very common thing for people to not eat meat for health reasons moral reasons whatever it may be so, in, like, the food community of, like, people, like, uh, chefs and, like, people who are putting out cookbooks and stuff, there's so many more options oh, yeah. and interesting yeah, tons things. tons of options now. So, yeah. It's just, I've been intrigued and starting to look into more of that. Cool. Have you uh, started making any of those meals yet? Yeah. Any of those vegetarian meals, let's call it? Let's yeah. It like, sometimes, way. like, I'm not, like, that much of a meat eater where I'm like, oh, like I don't feel full. I don't okay. feel satisfied okay. if I don't eat it. When you said you eat meat, I, I figured that was like where you were going. I just like, I like love hamburgers and I love like, I'm not honestly, steak was never my thing. Okay. Um, but like chicken wings and like anything like that really. Okay. I, I like love, love, love. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even growing up, it was, like, a, you always have, like, a meat in your meal. Like, it was a very common thing. Like, if my mom was making dinner, she'd be, like, the pasta. Have some meat. Yeah. Or have we another piece. Like, you think, like, you know, a bowl of pasta is, like, a meal in itself. No. No, no. There's meat with it. The meat course. There's, there's a meat course. There's <laughs> whatever she makes. I'm, like, let's try not having meat one day. And she's, like, but then what are you going to eat? And I was, like, other things. <laughs> um... So, yeah, it's kind of, like, transitioning from, like, what I was very used to through, like, my entire life and what I was, like, taught into seeing what a lot of other people do. Cool. I hope you enjoy the experience. Mm -hmm. There is definitely a lot of ways you can go down this road. Um, And I'm not going to be cutting out meat altogether. That's That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. And it goes goes back to what you were talking about with balance. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, the label of just saying you're vegetarian or that you're vegan... It's very easy mm-hmm. to say that you're going to try to exclude something completely. Yeah. But you can still limit it. Like, you can still have one or two servings a week mm-hmm. and still, 
I know you're not a true vegetarian or you're not a true vegan, but who gives a shit? You're doing something that's more important for you. Like yeah. if you want to move from five days of meat to down to like two days of meat mm -hmm. and say that you're more plant-based, I think it's a fair label to say you are trying to be more plant-based. You are trying to be more vegetarian, but mm -hmm. you're still going to have, you know, a piece of steak or some fried chicken or yeah, whatever every so you often. want. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the road I went down in like March and April this year. Um, I kind of went down a road of, you know what, I'm not working out a heck of a whole lot. I'm working out from home. Um, not getting the same amount of workout as I normally would if mm -hmm. I went to the gym. Um, but I need to get, you know, calories in and I need to be just more mindful of, you know, the kind of stuff that I'm eating. So yeah. at the time, fried chicken, you know, chicken wings, um, a fatty piece of steak. Like I was never really conscious of what kind of protein I was really taking in. Mm -hmm. uh, so I did switch trying to go plant-based for like six out of seven days a week. And that was like literally from like April all the way into, I want to say August and maybe September. Okay. And from then, uh, from September all the way to like now, basically it has definitely been a downhill slide away from that. But I will tell you that after moving from, you know, heavily meats five, six days a week, maybe sometimes two in a day, like moving into that more plant-based diet, I significantly felt like way, way fresher. Mm -hmm. There's no way to describe it other than just saying fresher. Like I felt, I felt like I felt fine. I felt full. I felt yeah. everything was just normal. You didn't feel like you were missing something. I was not missing anything. So uh, I think if you keep going down the path, you'll definitely find some extra recipes that will help you along that way. Mm -hmm. And you know, it doesn't have to be cutting out you know, eggs and cheese, like you can still have those oh, things. Oh, I can never cut out cheese. <laughs> you can still have those <laughs> things. And those things actually help you elevate those plant-based meals as well too. Yeah. So um, if you if you keep going down that road, I wish you all luck. Mm -hmm. If you um, have any really good recipes, send them away. I kind of stick towards a lot of Mexican yeah. kind of like burrito. A lot of it is very bean-based. Mm. That's what I've been. I actually might be doing. having tacos for dinner tonight. So uh, what you can even do is just use, personally I've done uh, a mix, I like pinto beans. Mm -hmm. Pinto beans are like really dense, really big. Yeah. And they feel like a really good, like they feel like you're eating something. Yeah. They're like hearty. <clears throat> yeah. Like I, I've, I've always had lentils and lentils are a really good source of protein. And a really I good love source of, lentils. A uh, really, really good source of fiber. Mm -hmm. What I find is that they're so small. So like you can you have, have a, to eat a lot. Yeah. You, you can have a, like a, a spoonful of it, but it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like super heavy going down. Okay. Um, whereas I felt like a, a Romano bean or like a Pinto bean, they're like a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. And they, like if you saute that with onions, garlic, and you use your standard taco seasoning, which would be like cumin, uh, paprika, cayenne, chili uh, chili powder. Like yeah. If you mix all of that up, it just makes such a good taco. That actually sounds really good. <laughs> it is really good. So if you mix up your beans, you also get different textures. Uh, you could mash up your beans halfway mm -hmm. and it ends up being like a refried bean taco. Oh, there's so many things you can do with it. Add top a little it tomato nachos, in it too, maybe? Which I? A little tomato in there. You can add some can tomato. Make it a little saucy? If you want to make it like a little more elevated, get mm -hmm. some like uh, chipotles that are like... <gasps> an adobo? An Ooh, adobo sauce. That sounds so good. Just macerate it and then just basically have that as your sauce. Yeah. Like you can do so many things with it. And on top of that, if you make that like bean mix... Mm -hmm. Instead of having it a taco, now make it a quesadilla. Yeah. Now make it on top of nachos. Like it's Add so it with versatile. Rice or something. Add it with the rice. Do a bowl with it. Yeah. Uh, that was my thing with the this summer. The possibilities are bowls. endless if you I just know. let yourself believe. <laughs> they are. They are so yeah. endless. I know you uh, deal with baking as well too. Mm -hmm. um, so have you 
said you started picking up baking all over again. Yeah. Um, your go-to recipe. What's your absolute standard go-to baking recipe? Because you've been so versatile with everything that I've seen you make. What's your standard go-to? Um, you have tried this. My <laughs> banana bread. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Banana bread's good. I feel like that's a, my classic. I will come back to that every time. Nice. If I have bananas about to rot, I'm going to make a banana bread. <laughs> it's the best time to. Why not, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. I think that was the whole thing in uh, like the first couple of months of COVID, wasn't it? Everyone was the making best ban- banana bread. But then I was like, so here's the thing. I was like, I've been making banana bread. <laughs> now I just look like the same as everyone You've been doing else. this forever. Yeah. I was like, now, now I need to find to something it. new. So I started making Pop-Tarts. Nice. Which is what I brought you. Nice. Thank but, you. But, yeah. Trying to, you know what? I find that sweets are such a gateway for me. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. I know, no, but like, I know, I was like, I'm going to bring like the most unhealthy thing to you. <laughs> That's okay. But uh, That's okay. it's it's good. And it's like I, a nice little, you. they're like pre-serving, like Pop-Tarts <laughs> are like individual. It's not like, you know, with a cake, like I can just eat it endlessly. Like I'm gonna, like, oh, I'm going to cut myself this chocolate. Just straight chocolate? Straight chocolate, chocolate chocolate? Or are we talking like chocolate buttercream? Ooh, chocolate mousse was always my favorite. Chocolate like mousse? Like if I'm like ordering a cake for like some birthday from a bakery or something, or even sometimes I'll make it, but chocolate mousse okay a nice layer of chocolate cake with chocolate mousse cake with... and mousse or just a cake yeah. and mousse no no it's like the cho- they're, all co- they're also the... mousse cakes yeah not just a mousse cake oh, okay so like there's like this chocolate mousse cake i remember like growing up people would always get for birthdays i don't know if it's like the la roca one or maybe something oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah but yeah. basically it's like a layer of chocolate cake chocolate mousse chocolate cake chocolate ganache <laughs> so much chocolate also the tuxedo cake at costco Oh, oh you my love that, god! Eh? You love that. <laughs> so good. Oh my goodness. That's like seven different types of chocolate. Um, I love chocolate. I can't remember where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Oh, I went to I went to a cottage this summer, and someone whipped out a tuxedo cake. They had the lid already taken off, mm-hmm. and I've been to Costco a couple times already. So I was like, guys, where'd you guys get this Costco cake from? They're like, <laughs> how'd you know it's Costco cake? I was like, guys, this tuxedo cake is like everywhere. Yeah. Everyone knows exactly what it looks like. It's a standard everybody knows what it is it is it is pretty damn good but it feels so rich and so heavy mm-hmm. but it's like, so good honestly what's actually nice though is like you can have a small piece of that and feel satisfied most mm. usually because it's so rich that i feel like it, i don't know <laughs> whatever i could i could still probably you probably could have a small piece but mm-hmm. i i couldn't sweets like, from i don't know about you mm-hmm. but sweets are my gateway into like worse Binging. things yeah yeah me too. It's but it has to be like chocolate sweets. Are you sweets or more salts though? Oh, I've been struggling with this for a very long time. Am you can't I label yourself as one? I don't think I can. When it comes to chocolate and like anything related that's made of chocolate, a hundred percent sweets. Maybe that's okay. it's it's that it's just chocolate. Okay. But like candy, not a big fan. Same. I'm not a candy person. I like. I used to do whatever. gummy bears, but I don't do gummy bears anymore. I was I literally just thinking gummy bears too. <laughs> But, yeah, like, gummy bears, great, but I'm not going to, like, eat a lot of it because, like, I kind of get over it quickly. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I kind of enjoy the texture for a bit, and yeah. then I'm like, okay, I'm done And any, you. like, hard candy I just don't like. It has yeah. to be, like, those chewy, like, gummies. Yeah. Um, But chocolate. So you're definitely a sweet person. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I, and you I've also bake, too. over time, like, a little bit of a chocolate snob where I'm not even, like, a big fan of, like, chocolate bars. Okay. Like, Mars bars, this and that. I still like them, and I will eat them. But, like, I really, really, really love, like, just a bar of, like, dark chocolate. Oh, okay. What, yeah. what percentage are we talking about, though? Like, 70%. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I used to do, um, I really used to love and have a taste for 80, 85. Ooh, yeah. I can't do it anymore. No? No. I think at the time I was doing it more, now that I think of it, I was doing it more for like the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. It was extremely high in fat, but like the good fats. And it was like really, really good for you. Uh, extremely bitter, like almost no sugar in it, mm-hmm. but you need a little bit of sugar. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like the 70 I find is like a nice balance because I like, I like the, I think bitter flavors. Mm-hmm. which is weird maybe have you not know. tried the higher then the higher would be like right up your alley yeah but i like i, I still like where it's like got that slight sweetness to it. okay but that's the thing i don't really like chocolate candy bars because i feel like they're just candy now they're yeah yeah they're there's like zero sh- chocolate it's sugar yeah so i like to be able to get that chocolate flavor yeah it's the same thing like how do you take your coffee um either black or with a little bit of milk no sugar and i bet you started like as double double uh, no, or I started like, with no drinking coffee at all. Actually. Okay. I've only started drinking coffee in the past, like, two years. Okay. Um, but did you start, yeah. when you started drinking coffee, did you start with, like, milk and cream or, like, even sugar? Yeah, I think I put sugar in it And then eventually first. you started And then I was like, out. this doesn't taste good. Yeah. But, yeah. Your palate's evolving. I know. <laughs> or as my cousin says, you're getting old. Because she's like, she's uh, like. I didn't want to say that. You just said that. But. <laughs> well, she's like, as she gets older, she's like, I, anything sweet is sweeter than sweet. Like, she's like. Um, like we were literally talking about this a few weeks ago where she had bought in a bunch of candy and chocolate and she's like, you know how you're as like periods throughout your life, your taste buds and your taste for things like changes. Mm -hmm. She's like, suddenly this is too sweet for me. And this means I'm old. And I was like, calm down. (laughs) How old is she? She's in her thirties. I don't know exactly. Oh goodness. But she's not old. Yeah, I know. She just, she has a sensation that she's turning old because she's finding things too sweet i'm like you're fine but <laughs> according to her she's old but i'm like yeah i get it when things are if you start noticing that stuff then you start like feeling oh my god it sounds like you're already there. changing no offense but it sounds like you're I already am. there yeah you're turning the hump yeah. <laughs> but yeah cool. sweets chocolate love it um i'm gonna ask you another question afterwards mm-hmm. but we're gonna do this after we do uh, some kombucha have you ever tried kombucha <gasps> Oh, I love kombucha. Oh, okay, you How, do. Yeah. I just don't know if you do, because some people, it's like completely foreign to I them. I know, and I saw that on some of your uh, your podcasts. Any weird reactions that you got out of somebody? Um, uh, if you saw anybody? Yeah, but I didn't know who they were. Okay, okay, that's good. And I won't bring it because I don't know them. A guy. Okay, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> no, I know like a lot of guys that are into kombucha and cool. girls. Some people who just think it's disgusting, but I, know. I love it. The smell of it is can definitely get some people. I like like sushi love sushi but you know when like you eat too much sushi no no are you into sushi <laughs> of course okay there's no such thing no such thing as eating too much sushi yes but like when your body's like dear god how did you eat that much sushi no there is no really? limit there's okay. no limit because I, I get to that point when i used to do like all you can eat and that was like allowed um <laughs> <laughs> which is not anymore but like a good kombucha right before and you're great that's you know what i haven't tried that mm-hmm. and i'm not going to try that because if i do i'm gonna over order sushi and continue yeah yeah but i believe that i, do yeah, believe I that. like to drink kombucha a lot when i'm eating sushi because makes it you feel <laughs> way better <laughs> without um, getting into all the details favorite type of sushi oh my gosh um i really over time just like the basic sashimi okay. of like good cuts of fish, whether it's salmon or tuna. That stuff are my just favorites. freaks the shit really? out of me. Oh my God. So it used to do the same for me. And I was just, like. You could literally pick it up and maybe because it's a texture it's thing as well. Slimy. And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I used to be the same way. Like rolls only, minimal amount of like actual fish. But um, 
some friends that I made at my insurance job, we used to start going out for sushi all the time. And they were very, very much like sushi eaters. Okay. And it was like, no, you're eating this. You're trying it. It's so good. And I was like, okay, I guess so. And then after a while, I was just like really, really into it. Okay. It's also the quality of the sushi. Yes. That, that is also extremely 1, important. 1,000%. Yes. Because... I will not get the sashimi, like, basic stuff like that if I'm oh, at obviously. a really crappy sushi place. Yeah. If you're going to an all-you-can-eat, you're definitely not ordering sashimi. Yeah. And, I mean, at the same time, like, I don't regularly buy, like, grocery store sushi. But if I'm in that moment where I'm like, I just really need this, I will not get it with the sashimi. I can't do it there. Because it sits for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't do the sashimi. I just can't. The yeah. texture, the the solid piece of fish. And mm-hmm. I think there's some places that I've went to where they, they will slice it nice and thin. Yeah. So it's like a good thin piece. Nice bite size. Yes, but some other places do it like really thick. Like you have to bite like it in half. Two fingers almost. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. But yes, point is, I love love kombucha. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna do part two. Yes. I'm gonna turn on the camera. Uh, right. So is this paused? Can no, I use your Can I use your washroom? Yes. Around the corner. It's the one door that's open. It was, uh, it was originally Elf. Oh, okay. In terms of the Christmas, right? Obviously, you've been uh, a drinker of kombucha before. Yes. Uh, have you seen how I've been choosing flavors? Uh, kind of. Kind of. Uh, I'm choosing flavors based on the person here. Oh, okay. And oh, that's fine. I'm curious. It's kind of... It's been, it's been very troubling and tough. Because what I wanted to do was um, introduce a new flavor. Mm-hmm. And introduce, like, something brand new to, like, every single person coming in. Have you ever tried shopping for kombucha? Yeah, I mean, I usually just get, like, go to Ambrosia. Okay. Get the same one. Okay, I which really is? Like the, I forget what the brand is. It's, like, that basic one, like, bottles like this big. Clear or dark? Clear. Okay. Um, And I get, like, the ginger aid. Okay. There's, like, the ginger Ginger flavor. aid? Or is it ginger. ginger or just ginger? I think it's just ginger. Okay. But basically, yeah, ginger flavor. Okay. I think you've had it in one of your Possibly. episodes, probably. Possibly. It's, it's a the clear that, bottle, though. Yeah, it's a clear bottle. You can get it at Walmart, too. You can get it everywhere. Okay. So I have a feeling that the one that you get is Tonica, typically. Maybe. Because that's, the, like, the most popular one. It's actually... It was on Dragon's Den, and they're actually from mm. Toronto. Okay. Which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Um, they released a couple of new flavors. I didn't grab a new flavor for you because I didn't think that would represent you as well. Okay. They have new flavors. Uh, I love their blue lemonade. Phenomenal. Ooh. Which is really good. And they also have a goji grapefruit, which is also awesome okay. as well. I didn't think that was you. So I got some uh, plastic party cups. Okay. And for your kombucha, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I got ginger. Oh. And I think ginger that's is. That's so me. I think it is just you. Um, so I think it's actually probably a perfect thing that you actually still have ginger. The ginger one yeah. itself, right? So. But this isn't, so this isn't the one that I normally get though. So I'm excited to try this brand. Good. Have you ever tried this one before? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Kavita. Kavita Maybe, ginger? 
but I've never tried the ginger for sure. Okay. Because uh, I always kind of like I have my like go to. I go to that one. I don't. That's why I don't even know what it's called because I just see it and I'm like. Got it. How yeah. often do you have kombucha? Um. It depends. I don't know. Like it Just varies. You see it. Yeah. Cool. Whenever I feel like it. Okay. I guess. Sometimes I'll... they do like the cost. Like they actually sell this one at Costco too. In case. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So my mom might buy like a case, and then I'll be drinking more kombucha because it's just <laughs> there. Nice. But yeah. Cool. Um, this one is a little more potent, a little stronger. Okay. Than that other tonica one. Uh, definitely very gingery. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything with your bottle? Have you ever tried doing this swig? Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I've messed it up so many times and exploded kombucha all over my car <laughs> it's so bad yeah it could get pretty dangerous the yes do do not initially open your kombucha whilst driving you can i think you can oh you just I need to be can. very cautious be cautious and also when you spin it just spin it really slowly yeah just don't shake it but like i think one time i was like i didn't i guess i don't think i guess shook it or anything but maybe it was like shaking around beforehand yeah and i will like open it and it just like everywhere and i was like oh and i'm in my mom's car and she's freak out yeah nice well we got ella to enjoy it but she's not gonna get a cup because i don't know what this would do to her i think this might kill her (laughs) it might um but i got some ginger for you i hope you enjoy it um any benefits do you know what the benefits are of kombucha um fan do you like what got you into it yep it's like a huge thing what got you into it anyways um i don't even remember and when was the last time you saw a party cup that's a foreign thing to me now. I know. It's a foreign thing it's to been, 2020. I think actually like it was maybe February. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you want them? No. I think she wants some kombucha. <laughs> Ella. I wonder here. if she like smelled it. You want to smell? Would she be interested? Because it doesn't smell it. You notice what she's doing right now? Mm-hmm. Ella, come here. You want the cup? See your step away? Yeah. Here. She knows. Come here. Ella, come here. She's uh, extremely afraid of everything. Aww. So that's her. Come here. Yeah, come here. I feel you, girl. You'll get over it. She's so <laughs> scared of everything, though. So, like, if I dropped this bottle right now, she'll yeah. run upstairs. Oh. Ella, come here. Come here. Nah, she's good. Does she oh. eat human food? No, she doesn't. She okay. eats uh, she eats just regular kibble, but at the same time, we try to treat her with like wet food. You know, like like. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That's why Julian Martin are on feeding their dog raw meat. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a puppy, so it's like just kind of like starting it from the beginning. Depends it's on the dog. Yeah. Depends on the dog. I know some other dogs are supposed to be really raw. healthy, yeah. yeah. It is really healthy for them. But they, mm-hmm. I find that, I've heard, I don't know if this is true, that they should stay raw if they're going to go raw. Yeah, I think that's their plan. Yeah. 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 I just don't know if I can like house another freezer worth of like meat. Yeah, it's a lot of like prep and storage. It's like you meal prep for yourself and then you meal prep for, for your, your dog. dog. Or really, what is it? Just defrosting it, really? Yeah, but I know they have to get like it ground up a certain way. Mm. I don't know. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, hope cheers. you enjoy the kombucha. Cheers. All the best. Uh, hopefully this is uh, your first of many cheers in 2020. I know. And hopefully there's something uh, planned up for you for Christmas. Do you have any plans for Me Christmas? Too. No. No? And like I'm not too upset about it. Like I know this is I feel a like Christmas it needs episode. to be like a nice chill Christmas, but it is what it is. Is there one thing you're gonna miss? What is the one thing you're gonna miss the most? So I know this is the kombucha ending to the podcast, mm-hmm. and this is the Christmas themed first Christmas themed podcast. Christmas theme. What is the one thing you think you're gonna miss the most of this Christmas season? Um, I think like my family's Christmas Eve or Christmas. Yeah, usually Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't everybody? know. I, yeah, everybody, everybody all, together. all yeah. together. It's like so much fun, so much food. 
Um, yeah. It's I, I don't want to. I don't want to leave this on a bummer. But what is the one thing you're gonna look forward to for like every Christmas season? Um, Christmas movies. Agreed. Absolutely. Okay. Cheers. Cheers to Christmas movies. Let me know. Very good. Bitey. Yeah, it's got that good like tartness. Yeah. And good amount of ginger flavor. This brand I I love. I only have. Oh, well, not only have. I do have a lot of kombucha. Probably only like, maybe only. I have like mm-hmm. five bottles a week, maybe, maybe less. Okay. Um, but this one specifically is brand. They only make three flavors that I know of. Okay. So it's this tart cherry and uh, pineapple peach. Ooh. That one's really good too. But uh, very, it's very spicy. Like it's not spicy, but it's like really you can really feel it. Yeah. With a lot of the other ones, they just kind of feel like sparkling water almost because it doesn't feel like there's time. Yeah, if I drink a kombucha and it just it doesn't smell like vinegar and like <laughs> it doesn't it a, or it does. If if it doesn't smell like vinegar, some of them do though. No, yeah, it smells like vinegar. I'm saying I want it to. Oh yeah, that's, I know that's that sounds weird and, and nasty, but I'm like that's that why you know like it's vinegar. it's got like it's good. Kombucha. It's got the good fermentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it in the podcast, but if you can share a tip. To someone that was just like you, mm-hmm. someone just like you that started working out, that was you know two years in, couldn't go by themselves, and they needed you know the aid and assistance of a friend with them. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, you broke out of that shell, but you can share a tip, a two or three, that would help that person, you know, go through that experience, but okay. you know, get through it quicker. Um, I would definitely say, do not take what yourself too seriously as well as other people's opinions about you especially mm-hmm. do not take it too seriously because then that's how you get in your head and that's how you start avoiding things because it's way easier not to do it yeah and don't uh take everything with a grain of salt so like if you are seeing someone saying this is how you should be doing and this is how you should be eating sure there might be something good in that like Take it, take the information, but don't be like, this is how I need this to be, and then completely follow that. Yeah. Like, everybody's individual, and you need to balance and find your, your own flow. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. That's what I would say. So, I think you found your own flow. I know this yeah. year has been a struggle for everybody, so and don't take that on as, like, something personal to you. Yeah. Like, I, too, have also significantly struggled fitness, health, exercise-wise, mm-hmm. so it's definitely a struggle for everybody, but I think what's uh, key and important out of this is that, you know we still need to have an effort at the end of the day towards mm-hmm. our health because it is our health at the end of it. There's no end point. There is. It's just continuous no flow. And like, even when you find that thing for yourself, it's going to continuously evolve because we continuously evolve as human beings. Like who you were last year is not the same person as who you are now. So yeah. things change. Completely agree. Yep. It's tough, but it is life. It is life. <laughs> it is life. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I this hope was you fun. Did. I hope you enjoyed the experience. Yeah, this is really cool. And yeah, until next time. Until next time. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Manny Project Podcast. Don't forget to download, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can now listen to the Manny Project Podcast now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also visit our Facebook page and our YouTube channel at The Manny Project. And you can also visit our Instagram page for the latest updates and upcoming guests at the.manny.project. Be safe, everyone.